0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 458 for the week of March 31st, 2018. I'm Chris Privateer, telling you about RPGs this week. RPGs. First off, with me, I'm my RPG adventurer, Pascal Takaya. Hello. Hello. Also with me, Anna Marie Privateer. Hmm? Mm? Ah. ah! Kelly Ryan joins. Oh my God, RPGs. RPGs! RPGs. RPGs. And of course, Alex Fuller. Yay,
1: yeah, yeah, EHL weekend. The what? EHL. HL? HL. Euro, Euro Hockey League.
2: Euro
0: hockey.
1: hockey League. Oh,
0: okay. Is that like Eurovision, but with hockey? Not quite. Nah, that's too bad. It's also Easter weekend. Happy Easter. Hello, cat. I've got a cat on my desk. And... Oh, I've got a
3: Cat on my desk. Perfect.
0: It's cat desk weekend. (laughs) (sighs) It's been a boring week for me. I don't know about the rest of you. Did anyone else have a boring week?
3: Uh, I went to the DMV. Is that considered
0: boring? That is pretty boring.
3: Yeah, nothing like getting there right when they open and there already being 15 people ahead of you.
0: And you don't have any interesting stories, I assume?
3: No, well, not really, but our uh, DMV lets you check in online. Okay. So because I checked in online, I got right in.
4: Nice. All right, then.
0: Good. Yeah. That is, that that is an interesting... That is a very boring actually, story.
3: Yeah. Pro, so pro tip, check your local DMV site. They may have online check-in. You can save yourself a lot of frustration.
5: Pro DMV tip?
3: Yes. That's Are you a
5: pro DMV visitor? A, I'm anti-DMV. because uh, no, I...
3: I only go there like every six years.
5: The last time I went to the DMV, well, it was only a few months ago. Um, I had to retake my 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 vision test to get my license renewed. And I had just, um, you know, when you take a day off work, you do all your appointments at once.
2: Mm-hmm. I had
5: just got my eyes dilated um, <laughs> like about, yeah, an hour earlier for a different vision test. And so I had to, squinted to the little viewfinder and pray that I was reading the signs correctly. (laughs) Got my license. Everything is okay.
3: I will say gathering all of my information to get my license renewed was like a side quest onto itself because like I had to track down my birth certificate, my marriage license. And surprisingly, one of the hardest things to track down is a piece of mail because all of my bills are online. So literally, the only mail I get is junk mail.
4: Going to the DMV was it? Wait, was it going to the DMV to get my ID or going social to social security going office? Going to my social, yeah. Going to, and getting a social for me was like an adventure in in fairyland. Because <laughs> they recommend on the website that you call and make an appointment um how long did i stay on the phone i don't know six hours it was a long time yeah they didn't pick up
5: i hear kelly ryan recommends that you check the websites to make an appointment
4: yeah there's no appointment making online
0: well this is thrilling thrilling radio sorry um did anybody
5: play (laughs) it's not is it radio
3: it's not thrilling radio but it's good life advice radio
5: what is the
0: life advice here? What advice are we giving? Check into your DMV if they have online. Yeah. And if you Prepare have a, for go, so,
1: Huh? Prepare for boredom.
0: Prepare for boredom.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think the advice is just go to the DMV. <laughs> Whenever, however you go, just, just go. go. Go to the DMV.
3: Yeah, Art? yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure the people working there will appreciate that. Art? Art? What are you doing here, uh?
4: I don't know. Our DMV visit was pretty painful because they were in the midst of like redoing their office.
0: Oh, you're putting me to sleep, people. Did anyone <laughs> play any video games? This is terrible. Me. Okay, what did I you play? Played video games. Okay. I, Anna, tell us something.
4: I didn't play any RPGs. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake.
0: <laughs> Just gets better. I'm going to the DMV. <laughs> Bye. Because
4: this more entertaining than this? Yes. <laughs> um i played more wow this week i unlocked uh moose so i am very moosey now did you unlock squirrel no okay wait
0: can you unlock squirrel no because that would be awesome
3: i'm I'm sure you could get a squirrel mini pet name it rocky and
0: go rp as and make your main character bullwinkle yeah did you think about that anna no you should have thought about it shouldn't you no no,
2: what
0: do you mean no, yes is more like it. I'm sure Ooh, and Bull then Winkle's you could, uh,
3: you can, you can roll two Drenai named Boris and Natasha and just yes. act out bowlingkle cartoons. Right, all day. They have,
0: they have the right accent. Oh, this is perfect <laughs> all right I this sounds like the beginning of a guild.
3: It's funny that you say that, because apparently there are RP servers that put on plays. Perfect. I so, let's roll on roll it. on an RP server, and we will just enact we political play, scripts. We
2: we're on, on, on R- an RP server, server. yep. In oh, Moonguard. excellent.
4: That's where uh, Lucifer plays.
0: Oh, you're on Moonguard? No, we're on Steamweedle, Anna. No, we have
4: oh. characters we on We have Moonguard. characters
0: on Moonguard, but they don't count because uh, they're Horde. Um.
4: Where do you think my moose are? High it, mountain torrent.
0: Yeah, well... They could defect. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking like pandas. <laughs> they, they can defect. What? Defect. Go to the other side.
4: Yeah, I think you're defect, if.
0: <laughs> so Anne's been playing a lot of World of Warcraft again. Woo! Leveling up her artifacts
4: and um getting flying.
0: flying yeah she got flying yay yay that took forever mostly enabled by a friend of hers who already had flying who flew her everywhere that she needed to go to get flying unlocked oh, that was so much easier
4: because the problem Cheating. is is i the only really the only thing i had left in terms of old content to finish for flying was good sir ameriton and the problem is, as I had rage quit Suramar because I was like... Because it
0: was garbage?
4: <sighs> I'm really bad at that city. Oh, that
3: freaking cool city. Who isn't?
0: It's terrible. I just I hate that city. the hell is her?
3: The funny thing is that if you roll a knight... What is it? Nightfallen Elf?
4: Yeah.
3: Um. Some of their sillies are in, are in relation to, what are you hiding?
4: <laughs> Seriously?
3: I, I think one of them is something to the effect of, you know, there always something was suspicious.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you guys are referencing.
4: <laughs> so when the and- when the guards that have true vision mm-hmm. s- spot you, yes. they say, hmm. Yeah, I think there's something and, hiding here. Or, right. oh, what are you hiding?
0: Right.
3: An an illusion. What are you hiding?
0: Oh, and there's slash silly is based off that. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: It, it's pretty funny given all the torture you go through trying to do that crap. So
4: that is funny. I do like that.
3: I don't know if you've done any of the world quests there, but there's another silly that's in reference to the funky foot wine that you make
4: wine uh yeah you, you jump around
3: in a vat of wine as a world quest oh, oh it's an, an i love lucy I episode it. yeah
0: Vaughn says it's a fun place to farm coins of air though
3: yeah if you're Whatever a rogue
0: those are. okay Okay. Um, I don't
3: know. If you're means. a rogue, you can pit- pickpocket coins of air, and there's a weekly quest where you can get 5,000 gold by turning a man.
2: Cool.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, then. So, uh, uh, yeah. I
4: also played Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. pika. How was that? Really good. Um, so, there's a nice variety of Pokemon. I really like Pikachu's voice actor. Pikachu is not a Pikachu, but Pikachu is a Pikachu.
3: As a, I know it's not Danny DeVito. Does he sound like Danny DeVito? No,
0: no. Uh
4: oh, darn.
3: No. Not
4: in any way, which is fine. I, I, I think that Danny DeVito would have been a dumb choice.
0: I think you're completely insane. It would have been a perfect choice. No,
4: I think it would have An been. An
0: actor does practice. not need to know Pokemon to play a Pokemon. I right? assert that. I, he just needs to know the character and I'm sure Danny DeVito could act as a detective.
4: Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't think that he would have been uh, it doesn't strike you're me. You're just
0: bitter that people don't recognize the importance of Pokemon like they should. Um
4: what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, so I I want to know more about this game. It's
4: a d- adventure game, correct? Um, how do I describe it, Chris? Because it's.
0: It's an adventure game? Yeah. Yeah, it's an adventure game. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you describe it. You it's run not, around clicking on stuff. And it's stuff.
1: not an overly complex one like that. Yeah, no, it's,
0: it's check off some things on a, a list, talk a... to someone, and the story continues. Occasionally there's a quick time event you can't fail, and then you unlock a cutscene where you get to watch Pikachu do something funny, and They're then you really move on to the next scene.
2: Because
3: <laughs> the, the scene that kind of sold me on this game, and I might pick it up, if I see it on sale is when he tries to do quick attack and then just kind of flabs and falls quick and attack, then
4: rah.
3: and I want to see more gags
4: like that with him just, you know, yes. trying to be a normal Pokemon so, and failing. There are what are called Pika prompts. And so you can tap on Pikachu on the bottom screen and you will get sort of like a little vignette and so sometimes they will give you hints towards the case. Sometimes they will just be really funny. And so there's yeah. like 151 of them. Ha 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 ha. And you can either get them naturally or you could unlock them all at the end of the chapter using the massive Detective Pikachu um, amiibo. And holy crap, that amiibo is fucking huge. It's so big. It is so big. It's so big. It's huge. It's really big. So we bought it. No regrets. It is amazing.
0: It's really big.
4: So we've tapped it and I got all the Pika prompts and I love it.
3: And you can rewatch them anytime?
4: Yep. Cool. So you really said that it's a pretty... Sorry, you said it was a pretty short game. It is short, yeah. So it took me 11 hours to finish it. I don't know how long it took you, Alex.
1: Probably about the same. I didn't look it up, but yeah. I was basically playing it for an hour or two. For about a week, so yeah.
4: Yeah, so I played it over three days and it was like five hours, five hours, and then two hours, basically. Four or five hours, four or five hours, and then one or two hours. I was just sad because I was in the hospital and my 3DS battery died. Aww. <laughs> it's just so sad. I was like, no. Another
0: kidney stone, picture. by the way, hit her this week.
2: <laughs> Yay.
0: Ow. Yeah,
4: the other one. Couldn't wait till my appointment to be blasted. Nope, just had to
0: come on its own. So,
2: All yeah, right, what else
0: like you that. play, Anna?
4: I decided that I wanted to keep playing some non-RPGs, and so I booted up um, Style Savvy... Um, What is it called? Style Savvy. Styling Star. So this is the third Style Savvy Style Savvy game that we've gotten in North America. It's not the third Style Savvy game because there was like two that we didn't get. And I love these games. They're just very relaxing and very chill. And I can just sit there and make outfits for people and listen to their stories and it's really fun. So this one's actually a fairly big departure from the other two games because sort of the big main plot storyline of the other two games is that you are doing fashion shows. There are no fashion shows in this game at all. So that's the that's the big change. And so because of that, um there are you are sort of um, in sort of in the building next to you is a um, is a talent agency with the very puntacular name Nin Ten Productions, but it is shortened <laughs> to Nin Ten Pro, womp <laughs> womp, which is a delightful, delightful pun. I love that pun. Apparently, Chris does not what? like
3: that pun. Uh, you're what? explaining
0: what? that Nintendo Pro is a pun, and I think people got it.
4: I love that pun. Okay,
0: you're putting me to sleep here. Do you do anything fun in this game?
4: Yeah, you make people's outfits. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I said fun.
4: You um.
0: Do you usher- grind up and get all the money and then put it in your ears and go. Pfft. No. Oh, that's too bad.
4: Um. So some changes from previous games. They have um, reduced the number of fashion brands. They have clarified some of the terminology that people use to describe the types of outfits that they want. Um, It is still British terminology, so people ask for trousers and um, fashion jackets.
2: Yeah,
0: I bet only Nintendo of Europe cared enough to localize this thing.
4: Correct. And uh, people use very um, British terms like telly and jammy mitts.
0: Jammy mitts? What <laughs> yes,
4: the? as opposed to grubby mitts.
0: I don't know what either of those are. Is a jammy no. mitt something to put, <laughs> put put like jam on?
4: No, it's. I I, I want. I, I'm I'm going to pick up this outfit before anyone else gets their grubby mitts on it.
3: Oh.
0: oh. I thought they were buying jammy mitts to make jam with.
2: <sighs>
1: I thought they were pajama mitts. That's why. <laughs>
2: oh yeah
0: what would who would wear pajama mitts I don't know (laughs)
1: make more sense in jam mitts
0: maybe it was a giant onesie pajama that you just like get into
4: so um one thing that I keep having to remember is um they have they have actual day progression and so the first couple of games um the it 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 was real day progression. So like if you started playing on June 3rd and it, it was June 3rd until the real day turned to June 4th. Um, but in this, every, there there's like an in-game day system. So I started playing on um, March 19th or whatever it was and then day, actual days pass. Um. So now it's like, June, the end of June, and so I have to remember to stop suggesting sweaters to people because they get upset. (laughs) It's too hot for sweaters.
0: Oops.
4: (laughs) So I've made that mistake a few times. Um, So that matters. That's relevant. Um, And so, one thing that they introduced in this game, and I'm so excited for it, is they now have a VIP booth. And once you unlock the VIP booth, they offer styles from all the different brands and they are constantly shuffling stock so it lets you buy from lots of different brands all the time are they real brands or are they just fake they're fake okay but um they're they're kind of based off of they're based off of real styles so like you have a rock style and a bold style and those are two different things, and you have a preppy style. So it's like um, British school, um, um, school uniform style. It's very cute. That's my favorite style. Um, and then you have like a feminine style and a girly style and a lively style. Lively is like all bright, colorful patterns and you can do some really fun stuff with those outfits that you can't do with any of the other styles. Um, they got rid of sexy a couple of games ago because it was really hard to tell the difference between girly, feminine, chic, and sexy. Um, so, And they got rid of punk. Punk got kind of rolled into either bold or rock, which is nice because sometimes people would come in asking for punk items and you couldn't really tell if they were... The same thing with sexy. It's like someone would come in asking for something sexy and you couldn't tell if they were asking for something sexy, the specific brand, or if they were asking for something sexy and they really meant, oh, I want something rock.
0: So the first game when this came out, everyone Uh was like, oh, this is so addictive. I can't play enough of this game and they destroyed it. Is there a similar reaction to this one? Because I don't remember hearing people talking about I this I don't one so know,
4: because I don't really talk to people who play this game. I feel like I'm the only person who plays this game. I feel
0: like... Well, I mean, it was all over social media, the first one. And that's that was two games ago at this point. Yeah. But, uh, all right.
3: You're talking about the styles reminding reminded me of something that happened to me at work. I used to have an Iron Maiden license plate. And somebody's husband walked in and said, hey, somebody has an Iron Maiden license plate on their car. Who's the goth? <laughs> um. Are you a goth? Yeah. It just kind of cracked me up. Who's the goth? <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I guess this guy thought that only goths listen to Maiden.
4: Aren't they, like, Rock? Yeah. Aren't they pretty hard rock? They're heavy metal. Okay. <laughs> I I would not yeah. I would not I, think goth when I think of Iron Maiden.
3: Yeah, I, I just had to cradle my head in my hands and laugh. It, it's like I I'm not going to bother correcting you. Just carry on. <laughs>
4: Anyways, next- sorry. Oh, yeah. That- so yeah, that's how I've been playing. And I've been playing that a lot. <laughs> I, I think I've put like 25 hours into that game pretty easily. <sighs> Sounds like a very chillax game. It is. It's so chill. It's very fun. So that's how I've been playing this week. Someone who's been playing some RPGs.
0: Go next. Kelly.
3: Um, I finally unlocked the town building in Nino Kuni 2. Oh, um, oh, how many man, hours did that take? That's um, not, not very long because I haven't really played it all that much this week. But yeah, once you unlock the town building, it's like, okay, now I've tasted blood and I want more. Because. <laughs> I want to make this the best little town it can be. Right. And not only when you, when you unlock the town building, that's when you also unlock side quest because that's how you get more people for your town.
2: Ah, so okay.
3: I went back to uh, Golden Paw, which there, there's a very interesting little story there in the town Golden Paw Paw because it's an ancient Japanese town that's also a casino town. And So there is a have, casino. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can go gamble in the casino. Yeah, I haven't seen if you can or not. But um, the town uses dice rolls to determine their taxes, and of course, the they're using loaded dice, and you have to go uncover or give proof that the dice are loaded. And you kind of go into the di- the place where they're making the dice and get the evidence and all of this fun stuff, and then you fight a boss. Um, it's a very—it's like one of those towns that would almost give me a seizure because of how bright and colorful it is. And after you unlock your town, your town, if you go back to Golden Paw, there's all sorts of side quests that you can unlock. So I've been doing those to get more townsfolk. And some of them side quests get pretty hard pretty quickly. Like, you have to go fight corrupted monsters for some of them. And Corrupted Monsters are bosses that are, like, way above your level and have super damaging attacks. So I ended up having to level grind a little bit to beat some of these. Uh But um, one of them – so let me back up real quick. You unlock buildings in your town, Uh and some of the people that you can recruit give you perks for unlocking – um, like, various weapons and perks for the world map. And one of the first perks that I unlocked that's kind of, important, like, really important for me was being able to move around quicker on the world map.
4: Ooh, that's nice.
3: Yeah, but in order to do that, I had to beat, like, a level 22 super monster. And I ended up just going out and grinding the experience, which I was trying to get a drop for another quest anyway. So I ran, I must have ran around for like two hours in the field just killing monsters and trying to get drops for this quest and coming up with nothing. But it, I also went up like five levels and was able to cheese the boss pretty, pretty well, I don't want to say pretty easily. He still gave me a rough time, but I also upgraded my Higgledies to be able to beat this boss. And then that let me complete the quest to get the guy that unlocked the uh, faster moving speed on the world map. So, sounds very convoluted. When it I does sound that very
0: convoluted. Map. I've been playing this as well. I did not get to town building. Um,
4: Which makes me sad, because that's the part that I'm interested
0: in. I know. And I I did get to the first part where I could run into a super boss, and it destroyed me. Yeah. The manticore. Yeah, this...
3: The super bosses are pretty tough. Um,
0: They're just hanging out I, on the world map like, yo, I'm really huge. Do you want to fight me? And like, no, yeah.
3: run. Now, did you run or, run into one that had purple surrounding it? Or yeah. did you oh, just run into...
0: That was just a big one. And then okay. I passed by a purple one and said, no, thank you.
3: <laughs> yeah, because I accidentally <laughs> ran into a manticore that was just yeah, kind of hanging that's out on the, the world one I, map. That's the
0: one that killed me. Yeah.
3: Yeah, th- I think that one killed... One time it killed me, and then one time I killed it. Oh, okay. So, um... I would wait to take on some of those guys until you get the ability to, um... upgrade your Higgledies. Because the Higgledies can kind of help chip away at some of that damage. And you basically just kind of hang back and use Higgledy powers to kind of chip away at them. Cool. Um... I, I also bought the guide for this, but it hasn't released yet.
0: Wait, so how did you buy something that doesn't exist? It
3: Pre-order. was, pre, it was yeah, pre-ordered on Amazon.
0: Okay, and why?
3: Because I'm hoping that it has kind of a comprehensive side quest and recruitment list.
2: and Uh, um
4: (laughs) what vaughn in the chat says what do i need to do to get my wife to stop saying higgledies
0: (laughs) the answer is you can't hey higgledy piggledy that's right this game if you're playing this game you're gonna say higgledy a lot (laughs) come on her stupid higgledy Ah.
4: (laughs) are they actually called higgledies yes yeah okay
0: they're called higgledies
3: they they look like a little uh they, they remind me of the sprites from Mononoke Hime.
0: They look like something that doesn't belong in this game.
3: Yeah, they kind of do.
0: They literally have drawn-on faces.
3: But they're so cute.
0: They're only cute you, when they give get, them a scarf.
4: Did you get to the part where you meet the crazy higgledy lady? Oh, yeah. Someone stole her scrubby brushy.
0: They, what? I don't remember that.
4: I remember seeing a screenshot. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how you get recruit her for
0: your town. Yeah, I haven't to that yet.
3: Yeah, you've still got to go through the Golden Paw. Yeah. Quest before you get to that.
0: I think that's where we're heading.
3: <sighs> so, did you give up on Nino Kuni one? No, oh, I he finished it.
0: it. I finished. Oh, it. Finished that it. that was quick. Yeah, I was near the end. He did
4: some grinding on some, some grinding. Some did some
0: quests. I cared fluffy about floofy floofies. Yeah. What some are they Floofy called? floofies? Toco tocos? Yeah, that's it. A little bit of that, but mostly just hitting up some side quests to get, unlock some things I wanted, and then I went and tackled the last dungeon and took that out, and uh, went and talked to Horus again, and I was done with that game. But
3: so where were you in Nino Kuni too? I forgot you. Last week. Um... He hadn't even
4: started it last week.
0: No, no, Ni no, no I, Kuni I mean 2? this week. Where am I now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've done my first real-time strategy battle. Okay. And cleared off the area where my kingdom will be. And now I need to go talk to another kingdom or something. And that takes me past the manticore and the first purple monster. But I kind of just didn't have the energy to go keep playing. Because for some reason, I got super bored of every game I was playing this week. So. I, I had yeah, an issue. Chris had some gaming. I had a gaming crash.
3: <laughs> so you already got uh, messed up Lisa Simpson on your
0: party. Oh, sure do. Yes. Yeah. So, as soon as
4: it popped out, I was like, "Oh, it's Lisa Simpson."
3: Yeah, I hate you for that, by yeah, the way. But, what I can't else? Is, unsee it.
0: Like you couldn't, like you wouldn't have done it on your own.
3: I honestly don't think I would have made that connection. I mean, how can you not?
0: It looks like Lisa Simpson, but shrunken and deformed. It's and like someone with put the... her in the drying machine
3: And <sighs> with a Cockney accent
0: Well you gotta ignore the voice acting
3: Yeah I cannot Okay I complained about this With Yeez 8 I cannot stand the inconsistent voice acting In this <laughs> It, it okay. drives me insane How so? For, for the same reason that it drove me insane for Yeez 8. I listen to podcasts while I'm playing.
0: Oh, and, and like you're, fi- you're you're fine, fine, fine. And then all of a sudden, here's a long voice acted scene and you got to pause everything. And like, oh, I guess I got to listen to this one now. And then I'm all paused and ready to listen to more. And then they stop talking. And like, well, what yeah. the hell?
3: <laughs> yeah, I am really annoyed with that. Either yeah. voice your scenes or don't. Yep, I agree. It's not that hard. And I know it, it's such I a first like world no problem. I feel like Nino Kuni
0: 1 had more voice acting than this one.
3: Yeah. And I know it's such a first world pro- problem, but it drives me crazy. And I hate it when games do this. But uh, I was trying to see where you were at in the story. Because how did you like think, the uh, dungeon that I, was a homage?
5: Everything on an RPG cast is pretty much a first world problem. So this well, this is yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
5: so, yeah. Hey, the, can, uh, I, yeah wait, go can I ask another question? Yeah. Yeah. Kelly did did you um consciously reference the Rocky Horror Picture Show earlier? When Or is or is that just me?
3: What did I say?
5: About tasting blood?
3: Oh, oh yeah, that that was subconscious but kind of not.
5: Cuz then because you might you might more, actually be more, the goth. more That guy might have been onto something.
3: Well, I did kind of go through a goth is phase. Rocky
0: Horror really on? a gothic thing?
5: Well They're it's really more goth it's probably more gothy than yeah. Iron Maiden. <laughs> okay. So I just want I, I just couldn't help but notice, and maybe that man was quite the visionary.
3: No, um I I did go through a little bit of a gothy phase, but if anything, my attire was more metalhead than goth, because uh, I did like you spike collagen. But I never did like dark makeup or anything like that because I can't stand wearing makeup anyway.
0: Anna, will you dress but, up as a gothic lolly for me? No. Damn it.
3: I uh, I was in a Rocky Horror cast for like five years. So... I mean, there's... Put, put it this way. When that guy said that, I was like long out of my goth phase anyway. Mm-hmm. So... It was just kind of funny. Wait, how did we get? Yeah, because I apparently. I don't know what we're talking
0: about anymore, but uh, I think we have an actual question that you asked me, which was how did I like the kind of nod to the first game story, but not really. And it's like, yeah, that's that's a thing. And that seems to be the extent that they're acknowledging the first game in this game.
3: It's like I th- I thought that it was kind of cute. I got annoyed at the puzzle very quickly <laughs> because I hate that kind of puzzle more than anything. And if
0: you go out of your way to get all the little extra drops in that puzzle, which I did, you get a bunch of crap that's going to be replaced very quickly. So it's like why why put what what was the point of this? But okay.
3: Uh <sighs> yeah, it, it was a cute little puzzle, but I guess I don't know, I I like it when there's kind of a nod to the previous game in a very subtle way. But that puzzle was annoying, very much so. So, how much are you liking
0: this game thus far? So far, I kind of don't know how I feel. I feel like I haven't even gotten into most of the game yet. I don't have the town building unlocked, so I'm trying to reserve judgment. I will say this game takes forever to get going, and it's losing my interest. Um, So I need to power through it. But holy crap, this game does a lot of things very shallowly, at least at first. So I need some depth or something to bite into because the story is not holding my interest at this point.
5: And I'd actually heard that the pacing was supposed to be so good this time around.
0: Was it? I felt the. Well, that's first what thing, I heard. I felt Nino Kuni One's pacing was amazing. You were always had something going on. You knew what was next, and it it didn't m- make you go through long periods of boredom. It's just like m- new story beat, new story beat, new story beat. So I don't feel like that's the case here.
3: <laughs> See, that's weird. I I actually don't mind the pacing okay. thus
0: far. um that i don't I, you know, know i'm <laughs> literally four hours in i can't make good judgments of this thing yet all right so i'm just saying the first four hours have not been doing it for me and maybe i just need to push through to the kingdom building and then it'll be i'll taste blood too <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah we'll we'll have to see um like i said i'm really enjoying the game thus far it's one of those c- countdown for work to be over so that i can hop on and play yeah, kind of games for and me. And I have
0: not been feeling that at all. So.
3: Oh. But maybe maybe I've been kind of itching. Ever since Xenoblade 2, I've been kind of itching for another deep dive, do lots of side quests, get lots of stuff kind of game.
0: Yeah, and I just came right off Nunokuni 1, and so maybe I'm just fed up. <laughs>
3: maybe you need to finish uh, Xenoblade 2.
0: Yeah, I have the same feelings when I think about playing that, though.
3: That you're just not wanting to play.
0: It's like, oh, I know what I need to do there, and I don't want to do any of it right now. <laughs> it's the same thing uh. when I think about going back to Breath of the Wild. Like, oh, I need what I, I know what I need to grind out there, and I don't want to do that right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, but Breath of the Wild is very vapid.
0: Uh-huh. At least Xenoblade 2, there's more stuff to do. There is. And, and you're not wrong. I just... I don't know why. Um, Xenoblade 2 did just put out a patch yesterday, so... With more side quests that probably unlock cool things that I should go do, maybe that'll help me do, get back to it. I don't know.
3: Because I got to say, when I accidentally bought the DLC on my Switch copy and <laughs> not the um, Wii U copy, when I accidentally and I bought started...
0: the DLC. What?
3: <laughs> yeah. I. Well. If you remember right, I finished the game or to finished the game on Wii U, and then Vaughn bought me a Switch for my birthday and yeah. Breath of the Wild so that I would have something to play. And my brain completely erased the fact that I beat that game on Wii U. So when I bought the DLC, I bought it on Switch and was like, wait a minute, I finished this game on Wii U. Why did First I buy this?
2: First
3: yeah. World. Yeah. More or less. So I, before Christmas time, I had nothing else to play, so I started playing through the Switch version again and realized, even though I like that game, that game is so empty. Mm Mm-hmm. There's, I mean...
0: It is a sandbox, so you make your own fun, and if you... I I know. If you've made all the fun you are caring to make in that sandbox, you need to go play with the, the squirt guns instead of the sandbox or something, you know, and... Time to leave the sandbox away and, and go play Nino Kuni 2. <laughs> oh. yeah. I, I still can't believe the creators didn't think about how much that thing looked like Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Somebody should have said, what the hell are you doing? Don't put this in here. Change its design.
3: Well, I, I've heard that The Simpsons is very niche in Japan.
0: Oh, all right. That's a good point.
3: Um, I also watched a video recently that apparently for the Simpsons movie they redubbed the cast, and people got pissed about it.
0: In Japan. Yeah. Oh, weird.
3: Which that that cracks me up that that happens in reverse.
0: Yeah, because that's that stuff happens here all the time, and we get angry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, we have more budget now. I was like, what?
3: Yeah, well, they 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 hired like mainline voice actors for the movie,
0: and yeah. people wanted the original
2: yeah, cast. Of yeah,
3: I, and uh, such a Hol-
0: dumb thing, and I don't get why people don't get it, but whatever.
3: Yeah, and Homer is um, also Darth Vader Ooh, in Japan. Nice, which I think is hilarious. What? <laughs> yeah, Hol- Homer's dub voice in Japan is also Darth Vader's dub voice. So I think the video said that that guy passed away.
2: Uh, so, so yeah. yeah. Oh
0: goodness, Nino Cooney two. Um,
3: yeah, it's I like it so far, but like I said, I'm also kind of was itching for another, um, deep game anyway. So there's that, and then I I didn't get very far in this this week, but I played a little bit of Alliance
0: Alive. Anna wants to know everything you have to think about Alliance Alive. Okay, well, Anna you, can't decide I, if she wants to buy it or not because the reviews didn't compa- really clear it up for her.
4: Yeah, I so, have to compare it. So go ahead. So here's my dilemma: is like all of the reviews are like, it is better in every way to the previous game, and I'm like, but I hated the previous game. Okay. So it's really hard for me to judge whether I should play the new game. So, in the previous game,
3: you st- you started out and you picked a character. Uh-huh. And you played that character throughout the entire game. Uh-huh. Um, in this game, it's more story-driven, so you're kind of given a oh,
4: rotating cast power, of characters. Okay, that already so sounds what? way better.
3: Yeah. So, it's just like I already had, like, two guys leave... Or enter my party and then leave, and then your main characters are the girl with the blindfold and the guy with the How ponytail. Can she I see
0: where she's going?
3: She can. She is a magic user, and she can sense. Okay. And the you fa- you the find out. Favorite
1: game is the Legend of Legacy, right?
3: Yeah, Legend of Legacy. So already, because this game has a more focused story, it's already got points over Legend of Legacy because all in Legend of Legacy you were doing was just getting new maps and exploring the maps. And it had passive Dark Souls-esque story where you were getting the story from the objects and the statues around the world versus this story where you're a resistance group trying to fight demons.
4: So I don't know if that helps better. That that definitely helps. Now, the battle
3: system. It's still the same saga battle system where you don't level up. You just level up stats. That I
4: don't mind and, as much. That was cool.
3: Yeah, and you yeah. have weapons and you learn abilities randomly. And let's see, what else? You, you do have magic. Um, the first game had this, like, Elemental mechanic where you had to use rings to make the elements go in your favor, and that was kind of the key to winning battles. Because uh-huh. if other that. creatures, yeah, so if other creatures would make the elements go in your favor, you'd have a bad time. Yep, I remember that. That's completely gone from this game, from from what I can tell so far.
4: Okay, that's good.
3: And Why is from... school
1: wearing shorts? Wait, what? One well, of the characters looks like Squaw, except he's wearing shorts.
4: Okay. Maybe this it's sounds like a out. plus to that's me. That's a knock against it. But no, I'll that's a good
0: it. thing. I mean, uh, if it was Zell wearing shorts, then we'd have an issue.
4: does um... shorts?
0: Oh, never mind then. I, I don't know. I was just picking other eight characters that I don't like. I'm <laughs> pretty sure he wears <laughs> shorts.
3: But um, just those two things alone, the getting rid of that elemental system and actually having a story is already a big push in this game's favor. Because yes. that that, el- that elemental system was like... Uh, Kelly, injury. I'm going to ruin
0: this game for you too. Why is there a green Lucario in your party?
3: Huh? Oh, uh, Barbarossa? Yeah. I think he's a beast, man.
0: He looks like a Lucario with a, with a few looks... less spikes.
3: See to me, he kind of looks like Anubis.
0: Oh. Okay.
3: But he—he's actually very badass.
0: Okay. I don't. I Is don't. This voice he acted left acted my party. Say what? Is this game voice acted or not?
3: No. No. But that's okay. I don't mind it when portable games aren't voice acted because I usually have the sound down anyway. But, yeah, th- thus far. Um, if you were gonna, if those two things bothered you about the first game, they're gone from this one. So that's already two points in its favor.
2: Yay.
3: Um I don't know how you're gonna like the battle system because it's
4: Final Fantasy II battle system.
0: Wait, you have to hit yourself to get stats? No.
4: No, no but you, you do just... have to do stuff to get stuff. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Because so. Final Fantasy Two is you have to pound on yourself to, <laughs> to level effectively.
3: The stop hitting yourself leveling system.
5: But yeah, that's what I wanted to chime in with the the battle system here too, because um, I feel like it's it's got all these um, bells and whistles, like you said, all the the random moves that you unlock, and um, but what it comes down to is that most enemies and um so basically everything except for the bosses all you have to do is just push um what's the con- confirm button i guess a on the ds
3: and it so, has a auto battle
5: yeah it, button
3: too.
5: so where oh the uh to where it just takes over for you
3: yeah if you're just fighting against mooks you can just press auto battle and you can speed it up to four times
0: oh i like
5: that that's a yeah, I like that too. Yep. yeah but it, it I feel like it's got the battle system that has all, all these things put into it, and, and you don't use them during almost any battle. Most battles are just basically grind through, push the same the same button, do the same um, attack, whatever your strongest attack is at the moment, and that's it. So oh. it...
3: I mean, bear in mind I'm only, like, two hours in, I want to so say.
5: Well, I mean, you do keep unlocking um, more and more attacks, so you might have a list of... and, and The list of attacks is different for every single weapon, so every character can basically equip um, every weapon, and they can equip two weapons at a time. But um, their their moves are limited to what they've learned for that particular weapon. So after using the same weapon for a while, you might have a a list of like I said, seven or eight or nine different moves. But um, some of them will cost uh, what are they they called? Magic points in this game, or ability points, or whatever they're called. SP. Yeah skill points I guess Um, and some of them don't cost any so most battles are just you using the um, whatever the the most powerful free attack is that you have and just clicking through and confirming over and over again so it's not um, it's not as as much the battle isn't as much fun as it could be with all the different things that they thought up for it I think.
3: Yeah that's that's true. And you have uh, talent points too that you can talent into um, various weapons. And one of the some of the talents you can pick um, eliminates the cost of your SP on certain weapons.
5: Yeah, it, well, it lowers it lowers the cost by one, so that um, it it makes more moves cost nothing at all. Yeah. Um, I well, <laughs> I lost my train of thought for the other thing I was going to say about it.
3: Did you review this?
5: Or are you um, working- Well, I haven't I haven't finished it yet.
3: Okay. I'm,
5: yeah, I'm working right. you, on it.
3: You said it was an NDA last week, that's what it was. Yeah. Right.
5: Um and I I don't really feel like the story is blowing me away that much either. It's I I didn't play the previous game, so I I get that it's probably an improvement over <laughs> the last game, but I I don't know if that's really saying a lot. Um it's you can definitely tell that they tried, but it's it's kind of basic i don't know i well i haven't finished i don't, I don't want to here's a
0: dumb question doesn't this game have a demo yeah is anna why haven't you tried the demo
4: the demo wasn't really demonstrative of the previous game
0: has anyone tried the demo on this one who's actually played the real game and can can speak to how demonstrative it is or isn't
3: I didn't get a chance to play the demo. I planned on it, and I just never got around to it. Okay. I figured I was just going to buy the game sight unseen anyway, because I enjoyed the first game, so um, yeah.
5: I do like that it restores your health back up to maximum after every battle.
3: Yeah. Unless and you are knocked out. Yeah, your death penalty is that your hit points go down.
5: Until you can rest in an But it um so there's not yeah, there's not much penalty as far as just getting hit in battle. You don't have to heal in between every battle. So Mm -hmm. even though it's very grindy, at least the grind is a little bit more forgiving because you don't you can just literally go through and grind. You don't have to he really is
0: squall wearing shorts. (laughs) Look at him. He's squall with shorts on. Why does he have shorts on? No one else has shorts on because they're easy and comfortable to wear you should know this
2: okay
3: did that reference fly completely over your head yes, yes. pokemon
2: oh okay
0: is I that, a, no, is, that a, is that like a, a red or blue quote or something from someone you walk I, by
3: <laughs> I think it was from uh one, I think it was from silver actually Where you talk I wear to, shorts
0: because they're easy and comfortable to move
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I hear Vaughn laughing his ass off upstairs, though. So. <laughs>
0: Perfect. All right, so it sounds like Pascal is leaning towards not recommending the Alliance Alive at this point, and Kelly is leaning towards recommending the Alliance Alive.
3: Yeah, I recommend it. So that doesn't it. help
5: Anna at all. Success.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: so...
5: I think All my right, overall feeling age- right now is it's it's decent. I don't know that I would say it's you know unworthy or anything. So that, I don't, maybe that helps a little bit more, but probably not. <laughs> See, it,
2: that, I, does,
0: that is not the sort of thing that makes me go out and buy a video game. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't I call it unworthy. It. All right, <laughs> I,
3: I am enjoying it thus far because one, I like saga games anyway. And two, um, it's given me a bravely default vibe, but with the yeah, saga battle system that
0: I that I get by watching all the videos I've got on the stream right now. Very, so, very
3: ma- ma- Anna, maybe what you need to do is just play the demo. <laughs> We're
0: back to you playing the demo, Anna.
3: <laughs> all right. Because if, if anything, game... what's gonna what's gonna make you nope with this game is gonna be the battle system. I liked is... the
4: battle system. I okay. hated everything else.
0: So you might be in on this, Anna. Okay. Um, also, don't you have like a thousand more games you're trying to play through first? Yep.
2: Okay.
3: Or, you know, you could always wait for it to go on sale, too. <laughs> uh, who publishes it?
0: Level 5, right? Or is this Nintendo? Um, it's Atlas. Atlas. Oh, well, then it'll but definitely go shot, on sale. Yeah.
4: Thanks guys. No, no problem. I mean,
3: it's it can be hard to recommend games like this sometimes cuz you're either going to be into it or not. Pascal, did you
0: play anything else this week?
5: Yep. Oh. Um, but it, I know this is going to make it into the Nino Kuni podcast, so <gasps> and we already had all of the discussion last week about it too. So I think I'll just um Oh, you played
0: Nino Kuni I- 1, didn't you?
5: one great okay. so i'll just content myself uh with saying that i was inspired to get back to the the ps3 i fired it up and that's for the most part what i've been playing this week when i've been playing anything
0: so you did and i did. love it there you go
5: yeah well that yeah that's what inspired me to do it chris is um chris chris made the effort to do it first and i said okay good <laughs> this
0: is doable We'll just and, get the and the Station thing you love the up. most is how long the damn controller is lasting on a single charge.
1: It Are you is, using the
5: PS3 well, controller? I don't even PS4 know if it was first? a full charge, and I've used it all week without know, charging it up.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
5: no. And it was probably already at half charge to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. So that is most of what I <laughs> will probably say on this topic right now.
0: Yeah. No. Because we've said it all already. Uh, no, you're you're right. I. You know, looking back at that game, that's a pretty damn good game. Um, It could have used not having the White Witch stuff in it at all, but, you know, take it or leave it, I still enjoyed my time with it. So
5: it's what you said earlier. There's just so much to do, and it gives you all these, um, you know, all the story beats. And I'm playing very slowly, Mm -hmm. so I'm constantly just inundated with side quests and gathering of. What is it familiars, and every now and then a story beat, so since I'm going very slow, there's always so much to do. The
0: only thing and, I didn't like doing in that game is the side quests where it had me collect certain familiars because the drop rates of those are terrible.
5: But, uh, I, don't, I haven't even gotten to anything like that yet, yeah but I'm, I I'm, forgot I'm about super that. early on still.
3: I completely forgot about that side quest. Yeah. The, and the only there reason that frustrated me, too.
0: and it, to be clear, the only reason that frustrated me is because I was trying to speed through the game <laughs> as fast as possible to get to Nino Kuni 2. So, um, while also being relatively completionist about it. So, those two things don't go well together. <laughs>
3: Because I'm already annoyed as it is that I'm on a side quest with something with an absurdly low drop rate
0: and one and two. Oh no! Right now they're still doing that crap. Boo! Yeah.
3: Well, no, it's part of it's me being impatient because I can get the item from another side quest later, but I don't want to wait. So I don't I don't know if the whole game is going to be like that or if it's just this particular side quest. But yeah. like oh this crap all over again. That's great.
5: Well, how far am I? I'm, i I'm, I'm basically getting my ship right now. I think I'm at the point where I'm, I'm about to get it. I feel like I'm probably still pretty early on.
4: Your ship?
5: Oh. Yeah, or get on the ship and I don't. Maybe you don't keep it. Maybe you just Ooh, ride it that one time. Mean, I don't know.
2: You mean
4: you're, you're on on the boat ship?
5: Boat? Yes, the boat ship.
0: Yeah, you're pretty early. I don't even think you get I an airship. Didn't you already I this get it, a... Pascal? Am I confused?
5: Say again, please. Didn't you already play this game? I played some of it, but okay. um, I've not played it through.
0: Okay. I you think you get defending a dragon. It pretty hard before. Well, don't spoil a dragon.
5: <laughs> I was defending what I knew of it. Yeah. Okay. So no, I I I still don't mind the battle system. And as a matter of fact, um, the boss battles. It's this is one of the few games where I I really enjoy um like figuring out what the different uh, move sets of every boss uh, are and what the different moves do and how to counter each one and how to deal with it. So I, I typically will save it before the boss and purposely play it like several times through just so I can figure out um, the different, well, well, the strategies, I guess, involved, yeah. I like, so like I, I know I don't want to bring the whole debate back up, but I like it.
0: I'm telling you, um, he's Squall wearing shorts. Oh, did Chris, what get over it? I can't (laughs) get over it. We should move on. Um, Oh, I
3: I did need to mention though, you guys were kind of, um, I sounded annoyed about the drop rate stuff. Very early on, you get a thing called a tactic tuner that lets you adjust. Um, it it, you'd almost have to look it up. It's like one. slider, yeah. The sliders let you adjust like whether or not you want monsters to drop more gold or to drop more rare items yeah. or to drop EXP, which I imagine kind of helps with some of that. Yeah, but
0: you have to grind to get the points to level up that slider in order I mean, to turn I, it all the way.
3: Yeah, I mean, I already leveled it up to the point to where I could turn that one thing... Uh, Oh good. So that I yes, yeah, so that I could adjust that as needed. So I think that kind of helps with that. And I imagine that like as your town building improves that you'll get perks that um
0: Yeah, I assume so. Let, yeah.
3: let you do some of that stuff too. So they they may have addressed the low drop rate stuff
0: already. All right. So since we've talked about most of my games, let me finish off. Um, I finished Ninokuni 1. I started playing Ni no Kuni 2. Um, I then ha- fell into a, a gaming. I don't know. I Had one of those moments where like I don't want to play anything. <laughs> so I tried to get myself out of it, and I, the first thing I do you play I, like
5: short games? What? I mean, if you're only playing these grand RPGs, maybe maybe play like more of a bite-sized game every now and then.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
5: You know, all those uh, VR games I was talking about last week—they take—they take like I don't know, like two, three hours tops.
0: Yeah, maybe that's
5: what it's I should do. It's a nice little palate cleanser. Yeah,
0: the problem is none of that's on my list of stuff that I'm interested in getting through. Um, I You know, there's just so much time, and I spend a lot of my time thinking, like, what am I putting my time into? And so lately it's been stuff that's relevant and newish that I could talk about on the podcast and try to bring value to the podcast. And so that doesn't include a lot of the short games that I have. Um. So that's kind of my issue there. But I don't know. I got to figure that out. Um I did try I did think about like well what stuff I like to just um grind about without thinking and I should be able to play I'm like, oh, Diablo 3 style games. I could go play Diablo 3. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We keep talking about these Diablo 3 style games, or these Diablo style games on the podcast. What are the ones that have been coming out that are in the news that I could think about? And it's like, well, one that keeps coming up is Titan Quest because of its anniversary edition, and one that keeps coming up is Grim Dawn. So I'm like, okay, um, how about Titan Quest? All right, I've got I already own that on PC. I have the anniversary edition. I'll install that and I'll start playing it and we'll see if that gets me somewhere. So I installed it and I started playing it and half an hour later, I still had no skills. I could not do anything but attack things with the attack button, and it was so boring and so old-looking, I said, what in the heck is this? And I said, this is not solving my gaming fu- my gaming funk, and I, I, I logged out, and I went back to the living room and started moping again. Um, this is not a fair evaluation of Titan Quest, because obviously I was in a weird emotional state, but um, has anyone played Titan Quest on the show and can tell no. me, am I missing something like... Is this a game you have to play a while before you get into the cool skills? Uh, they're not on this week. I need, I need like, who who would have
5: played Titan Quest? Like, uh, is that the the boss rush game? Jonathan,
0: no, it's not a boss rush game.
5: I get it. Oh, I think I'm I'm thinking of Titan Souls.
0: It's a uh, Titan Quest is a Diablo style game. Um, so isometric action RPG where you run around attacking things and burning things with fire and whatever skills you get. Um, I got no skills. And it was very slow, and uh, actually, it wasn't that slow because the anniversary edition lets you turn up the game speed to like four X, and was like, oh yes, yes please, <laughs> and that helped a little. But there's a lot of uh, feeling weak and not, and a lot of lootress, and uh, so it's an older game, so it's like, oh yeah, we have to deal with all that. Um,
3: you know what I do when I'm in a gaming funk? I go back to something that I know that I really enjoyed.
2: Yeah.
0: So, and you, you know usually did, that gets Kelly, me. You hmm. know what I did the next night? I reinstalled hmm. World of Warcraft and resubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I kind of one that step counts. ahead of you on that one. <laughs> because Anna was playing it, and so I, um, yeah. I was like, ah, um, oh, how about I, I try that?
3: <laughs> I didn't put it on the list because I didn't know if you guys would be playing well, but I did play a little bit of well WoW last night. I did the um, Postmaster side quest.
0: Ooh.
3: I don't know if you guys heard about that at all.
0: Uh, no, but that sounds fun. It sounds like a Zelda so, thing.
3: So randomly in front of any mailbox in New Dalaran, there's a chance for a letter to spawn that sends you on a side quest into Dalaran's mail center. And you do a series of side quests.
0: Anna, have involving you done this? That. Hmm? Have you done this quest?
4: I missed.
0: You you haven't listened to a damn thing, have you?
4: I missed the start of the conversation. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Postmaster side quest in Ann.
4: No, I don't want to do it because when you do it, then Johnny Rocket can send you mail. Well, I can't remember if he's
3: send you mail or not i you go you meet him and what you have to do with him is very cruel and i almost don't want to spoil it so that you can feel oh yeah
0: don't spoil it but uh, don't spoil yeah it. yeah
4: yeah so the so here is my dilemma is if you do that quest a bunch of idiot npcs can send you mail
0: that sounds amazing i need to do this quest how do i do this quest kelly
4: so there's two ways. You either wait for
3: a letter to randomly spawn outside of one of the mailboxes and dollar around.
0: Oh, it'll be on the floor. Can, yeah, I've got a picture yeah. of it right here in a video. Okay. Yeah. So
3: right you either do that or I think you can look on the auction house for the letter because oh, when you it? finish. Okay. Yeah, because well, when you finish the quest, you get a letter to give it to someone else. That's how I got the letter because Vaughn did it and then gave me the letter and he wants his letter back.
0: Anna, Vaughn says the only thing he's going to send you, you won't mind getting and it's okay.
3: But um yeah it's it's a very it's a very fun little side quest and you get a um toy at the end that's basically a portable mailbox Ooh. on a four hour cooldown.
0: I like and mailboxes. Then can,
3: and then you can do another
0: Kelly, can you um, dance on the portable mailbox?
3: No. No, it's a Boo. no and then, if you do the minigame again, where you have to sort 30 letters in 60 seconds, you can get a male elemental mini pet that's just a little tornado with a letter. Or I'm sorry, a little mana elemental with a letter in its hand. And then, like the hard mode of the mini game, you can get the postmaster title.
4: All right. I am walking around Dalaran looking She's for it. looking
0: a for it right now.
2: <laughs> on the ground.
0: Yeah, it'll be a little letter with a red cord tied around the middle sitting next to a mailbox. Looking, looking. So I think Anna's going to have fun with that.
3: (laughs) And I don't know what the letters go for on the auction house.
0: So, yeah, Kelly, I think for me, the games that I can get out of a funk with tend to be MMOs. um, Mm -hmm. And... Here's my problem I've noticed. So if you've been following along, you know I've put a lot of time in World of Warcraft. You know I've put in way more than any human should put into Final Fantasy XI. And last summer had like just a wonderful time playing through all of Final Fantasy XIV. So now I have these three MMOs that I very much like and have put in time and know different people in each of them. And whenever I think about playing one, I just feel guilty about not playing the other two. Huh. How do I fix that psychological de- defect? <laughs> I don't know what to I, do. <laughs>
3: I don't know what to tell you there. Yeah,
0: it, the idea is I think you're supposed to have one group of friends and they move on and then you don't worry about cheating on them and going to play the other game or something. I don't know. Uh See when when I
3: get in this funk, I either do World of Warcraft or I dig up um, something sixteen bit that I love the crap out of, like Final Fantasy VI or I can't
2: play, Breath of Fire I, II. I keep trying
0: to play SNES games and I can't get into it anymore. I'm a spoiled modern gamer. I'm terrible. I should be banned from gaming. Anna, ban me from gaming.
4: No. Oh, okay.
0: I mean, it can be hard to go back to
4: old
3: games, but Final Fantasy VI, I could that's my desert island game if you just got me on a desert island with that i would play it and
0: see i wonder about that because you'd it. run out of content and oh yeah and there's there's other games that just keep generating content so it seems like mm-hmm. it might be better for a desert island So i don't know i have to think about that hmm.
3: maybe that can be our, that's question, our question of the, of the week. week what's
0: your desert island game <laughs>
3: But from actually, my real answer would probably be one of the disguise because that is one that you could just play indefinitely and never ever get bored with. So there we go. But yeah, that that's my remedy for game funk. But your results may vary. Please consult the doctor if your game th- funk lasts for four hours or more. Uh, other disclaimers. Okay.
5: <laughs> it sounds like some kind of game Viagra
0: <laughs> alright uh, Alex take us home what have
1: you been playing uh, which would you like to know about first
0: um, let's go right to left
1: so Crusader Kings 2 which I've owned for probably about two years now and they've finally managed to actually start playing properly yeah. So, yeah, for those on the way, it's one of the it, Paradox's grand strategy games where you control country, empire, whatever, and then you're sort of in a sandbox as to what you really want to do. Although, generally, you're encouraged to go around and conquer as much territory as possible.
0: Is this the one where somebody hacked it and had a horse take over the world? Or is that a. Different um, one?
1: But probably. Is that Europa
0: Universalis. I can't keep uh, this straight.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure which one it was, but yeah, Crusader Kings is the one that's set in the Middle Ages, so that's from like the 11th century to the mid-15th century. So the one before Europa Universalis. So universe. you take your save yeah.
0: from this and put it into Europa Universalis, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: If you want to, but if you want, I can't to. be lost do that. <laughs> And that assumes I'll never ever get around to getting to that point in the game. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll take you cause... three years to finish this one.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I, and I've been playing with the Charlemagne DLC as well, which means I started in like 1760. So I've got three more centuries to oh, <laughs> work through. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, so the thing about Crusader Kings 2 is that it's more RPG than all the others because you're basically controlling a single character rather than. The entire nebulous nation. So you're you're all about getting titles, etc. So you start you can start off with like a duke who owns like one small territory and then expand to being a king or emperor. So it's all about sort of invading stuff and then intrigue and things like that.
0: I think it's very interesting that the characters have a fertility
1: stat. Yeah, they have <laughs> characters have loads of stats. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, it's, fu- it's fun just all the things that can happen to change the stats. So yeah, depending on your personality traits, your fertility you can go yeah, up or down.
2: Mm.
1: Which can which can be either good or bad depending on how you play the game because succession is like a really big thing. So if you have too many sons and a bad succession system like Gavelkind where it sort of splits everything between them, then it just makes who you play as next much weaker. Yeah, when you die, you basically become your main main hair. Right. And go Jeez. forward. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> These, yeah. How are you playing this? It's, it looks so hard. <laughs> I, I, the good thing about it is it has a difficulty mode called Very Easy. Oh, okay. And it has a console system which you can che- cheat with.
0: Ah, all right. So, you're like, so, I yeah. need like, money. Like, for... Give me money.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is the main thing, so you can use modes at high mercenaries and then just kick everyone's ass.
2: All right. <laughs>
1: Perfect. So, yeah, so, yeah it, ha- it has modes for designed for you. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, I'm not good at all the micromanagement stuff, so I've just been doing that. Yeah. At the moment, I'm playing as um, someone in Ireland and sort of very slowly expanding into the, into the British Empire. And I'll share it. I'll share the image of um, my game in Skype chat, so you can sort of see at least what Europe looks like at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so interesting stuff happening because there's a Muslim kingdom in Spain, which is co- which went on a bit of a rampage in France and Italy. It's, it's fun to see. It's just fun to see stuff like that happening as everything goes. What's wrong
0: to... with the lip on <laughs> your character? <laughs> He's got a smirk uh, going on. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just pleased about being so big in Ireland. Oh, I see.
0: All right. So, which which <laughs> characters are you? Which uh, territory is you? The green? I'm the green one. Okay. Yeah. I'm you got a ways Ireland. to go, because yeah, there's I'm, some yeah. yellow going on down there. You better deal with.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the yellow is going to end up dealing with itself because it was the um, Muslim kingdom that expanded, yeah. and obviously, as you see, I actually even invaded Rome and is currently controlling that. So the Pope actually called a crusade upon it.
2: Oh, and well, that's result... handy.
1: Yeah. And the result of the crusade was the ruler that converted to um Catholic faith. Oh. So that's Catholic. But that does mean that all of the people who are still Muslim in the in his land are going to revolt very yeah. soon. <laughs> so all I'm right. expecting to break up <laughs> massively in the next few years. <laughs> Yeah, that's sort of the fun thing if you say the King, just weird stuff happens. Well,
0: <laughs> it's time for you to go and fight a land war in Asia, I think.
4: No! <laughs> Don't listen to, take a to get there? He gives rubbish advice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that's funny.
1: Yep. Uh, next up, well, I think we talked about that already, was Defective Pikachu, which i finished off that was that was fun the gameplay is nothing special but the characters and all the use of Pokemon is really good so
4: yes good spread it was of fun. Pokemon and the bad guy was never quite who I thought it was going to be
1: no well I, I did think the ending cheapened out the main mystery a bit but...
0: <sighs> that game doesn't resolve everything I'll put it that no. way, doesn't
4: resolve anything.
0: That's kind of frustrating.
4: That was very <laughs> frustrating. It's like, Tim, your father is pff, hey, end game. Hey,
2: hey. Really, really
1: yeah. well, needs to have a second one.
4: Well, there is a second game,
1: yeah. and How I mean, for fan. what
4: it's worth, one, there's a second game, two, there's a movie, and for what it's worth, we got a way more complete game than Japan did. How so? Um, so like. The first two episodes were originally Detective, the Detective Pikachu game, and then there was like a Detective Pikachu, like, second, there was like a Detective Pikachu 1.5 that came out, like further episodes that came out, mm-hmm. and so the Detective Pikachu that we got is like all of the episodes in one
0: game. Hmm. I see, so if it's more episodic over there that might explain why things aren't resolved here
4: yeah. yeah, so I really hope we get like the second
0: game. I really hope Alex tells us about the council
4: yes, so we're interested in this. we saw the sort of we saw some um, trailers, and we were like, ooh, this sounds intriguing, and so we didn't read your deep look because we wanted you to talk about it, so talk.
1: Yeah. Alex. I was trying to find a good way of saying read the deep look, but. Oh. I <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
4: That's not as fun!
1: <sighs> it, it's sort of a rehash of the narrative, episodic adventures, so like the Telltale formula, but combined a bit with RPG like skill progression systems, which makes it a lot more interesting than at least the recent tell ones which are sort of being a bit formulaic so you've got this one's a lot more interesting than those just on the basic gist of it because like normal episode na- narratives you've got combinations where you're just going through conversations and then you spend a bit of time exploring picking up clues but on top of that you have a very, a very deep character slash skill system and those skills will affect what clues you can pick up and a lot of your responses when you talk to people so there's three main groups of skills there's I I can't remember what the other two are but I know I I went with a detective one which is better at noticing things and sort of picking, picking up logical stuff things like that so you can use that to get well unlock sort of better responses that are going to be more effective than the standard base ones as well. Cool. Anything, any clues you pick up, you can sort of use later on in later conversations. So it works It works quite well in just making you feel like you're playing a character and developing that character as well. After sort of those missions, you'll get experience points based on what you did, and then you can use those to level up or unlock different skills. Going forward, (laughs) so there's only one episode out at the moment. I think there's five in total, which are going to be released across the year. And the first episode was about three hours long. Okay. So, yeah.
4: So, an evening of gaming.
0: Yeah, but unless you need to do it again to experience other choices and outcomes, right?
1: Yeah, and the game's pretty good at encouraging that because there'll be points where it notes that you've missed something. Here that you could have seen if you had different skills, mm. so It's it's a sort of a combination of slightly annoying that you can't see everything, but also encouraging that you can, encouraging you to go back and try again, try out different options, different choices. Okay. It's the, when when you make choices, they they are significant. It makes a significant change in the game, even in the even in just the first episode. Hmm. There's definitely lots of lots of ways it's going to play out. So. Looking forward to seeing how that works. Yeah, so the story itself you're playing Louis de Rocher, who's sort of a French aristocrat. It's set like a couple years after the French Revolution. But he's part of a secret order that sort of rules from the shadows, as you would, which has a lot of members, including uh, George Washington and Napoleon Bonaparte, all part of the. Secret Order. It's definitely important in the in the world. But you go to an island that uh, your mother was visiting, who, where she's apparently gone missing. So basically, your your mission's all about looking for your mother. Well, there's a load of characters there who are there for their own goals. So you sort of it's all about intrigue. and It's really. Lots of story story threads have been set up in the first episode.
4: Okay. And you kind of just have to hope they pay off later?
1: At the moment, yeah. I think it it does a good job setting everything up and putting them into just setting up the story threads. So we'll have to see how it expands on them. Gotcha. Yeah, I expect that sort of when you go through you're going to basically be concentrating on a couple of characters. Just because of the choices. So, if you go with one, then that usually mean you avoid interacting with another at a certain point. So, okay.
2: that's
1: another thing that's probably going to encourage further playthroughs so you can just get to know all of the characters.
4: What do you think, Chris? Yeah. We should try it out.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I've been watching cutscenes of it and holy crap, things go weird, it looks like so. so you
4: don't start with that scar, you get it at some point. Yeah. Can you avoid that, getting it?
1: Yeah, that's basically the first choice you make determines whether or not you get the scar.
4: Oh really?
1: Yeah, it's in the sort of prologue which takes place a bit before the game itself. Where you've got a choice a choice a choice whether or not to trust trust your mother in like the opening cutscene.
2: yeah <laughs>
1: Depends, depends on whether you get the skull or not.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, if we do it wrong, we'll replay it. <laughs> All
4: right. We have to decide well, if we
0: want the, scar the skull or not, too. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, yeah. The thing is, the skull gives give you... That or not get the skull give you a certain character trait. Mm-hmm. So depending on how you want to play the way, it may be advantageous to get the skull or not.
2: Right.
0: Uh... So my problem with these games is just... How many times you have to kind of feel like you need to replay it to understand everything that is in there? So I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's hard
1: to tell. At least you can always go back and watch someone else play through it or something, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could work too. Alrighty. righty, um, we should do news. I think beep, at this point. The Good Life is on Kickstarter again. Uh, No, not again. uh, Well, it's on crowdfunding again. This time on Kickstarter. Remember, that's the game where at night, though I guess it's now only once a month, um, at night you turn into a dog or a cat, depending on whether or not you choose dog or cat mode. Um, But more importantly, you're a detective photojournalist. Not a detective. I guess you're a journalist who's taking pictures and investigating a murder and stuff. So don't really know much else other than you can check out the videos see what they've announced about it and there's some sort of nighttime cat thing that they seem to be downplaying this time in the kickstarter ca- campaign which i don't really understand um maybe it had a negative reaction or something i don't know but uh yeah has anyone been watching this kickstarter no
4: i'm just <clears throat> i don't i'm i'm not wild about the premise what it just doesn't sound that interesting to me. Why not? It sounds uh, kind of
0: dumb. <laughs> Why? Well, you, can you give me a more thought out opinion?
4: No, it just sounds really dumb. It doesn't sound dumb to me. It
3: just doesn't sound that interesting.
0: Well,. I don't. That's know. how people felt with the Fig campaign, so we'll see how they feel on I the just, Kickstarter yeah, campaign. I just don't know how
4: to further justify it. Yeah. it the premise it d- just sounds dumb to me. Yeah.
1: It just doesn't sound very deep. It's more that you just change a thing and then you get to talk to different people in a different way. And,
0: and so the it's... thing is, I'm thinking that this game has a lot that we aren't seeing because it's a sweary game. And to show it to us would spoil it. And so I think it's, they're in a real challenging position to try and get this crowdfunded because the most interesting parts they can't show. And by not showing it, it's, it feels shallow and people aren't going to fund it. So I don't know, <sighs> but also at night you turn into um, well, a new cat. what else has
4: Swerry made funny. that I might be interested in? That you
0: in. are interested in? Probably nothing. Okay. Dark dreams don't die. Deadly premonition. The last blade. You, you, you liked the premise of dark dreams. Don't die. Anna that's the that's that decision game yeah with the lady who thinks she's a cat and brings you a mouse it was weird yeah (laughs) um all right well that's a good life if you want to go fund it you can otherwise no they have they're like uh oh right i it's a kickstarter i gotta do my kickstarter things don't i my apologies all right kickstarter you can get in at twenty five bucks, uh, about twenty four dollars. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You can get in at a dollar for support. Uh, minimum tier to get the game at this point. Early bird is over, so it's uh, twenty eight dollars. Um, if you want to go crazy, you can pledge about ten thousand dollars, ninety four hundred dollars exactly, and you get the hungry life tier. Um, you get uh, updates. You get the game. You get beta access. Credits. Um, digital OST, digital storyline overview, digital concept art, four digital desktop wallpapers, a physical t-shirt, hoodie, mug, and pins, physical stickers, um, the Good Life Ultimate Supporter Badge, that's a physical reward. You get an alternate art outfit for Naomi, and ult- uh, another one, and another one, and some alternative trees in the garden, an alternative house interior. You get a stuffed Sharapova in game, whatever that is. You get Dinner with Swery, in the game. Um. Yes, you have dinner with the director in the game. Um, then you can also, in this one, so that's uh, that's an award you can get for less money. But uh, in this one, you get to also visit their studio followed by an actual dinner with Swery in Osaka, Japan. So
4: <laughs> Travel not included?
0: Um, it doesn't... Yeah, no. Shipping not included. And I assume that means shipping of you as well. Uh, <laughs> Physical collector's edition of The Good Life. So, yeah, the the big thing there is um, Dinner with Swearie. Only one person has picked that up so far. They are at, let's see, about 200,000 out of their goal of 640,000. And they've got 34 days to go. See if they make it or not.
5: But it sounds like the gameplay is just basically a photo mode. Yeah. Take pictures, you can put filters. That just doesn't sound very interesting to me. I don't
0: know. It worked for Pokemon Snap.
4: Yeah, well, not for but...
5: me. I didn't play that. But... No, that
4: it's... has the Pokemon behind
1: it. All right. It's hard to tell. I think there's more adventure game stuff I, in I there. I think
5: there's
0: so much more in here that we're just yeah. not seeing yet. But maybe I'm wrong.
4: But they have to sell us on that.
0: Yeah, well, they sold me. Okay. <laughs> I backed it, but I backed it on Fig as well. We'll see if it goes anywhere.
4: Okay.
0: Maybe maybe there's a whole dating game with the cats. Yeah,
4: I mean, and then you can date them as people I, I too. I think maybe that's the problem they're having. Is there there's a lot of people that look at this and go, I don't get it.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, it's a sweary game, though. <laughs> so it's they, kind of the right reaction
4: because if they have a, all this pedigree <laughs> behind them and people aren't immediately jumping on this game, yeah, something's wrong.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I guess crowdfunding for a game like a sweary game, maybe. May, I guess it's a hard sell. Uh, Hey, Square Enix announced a new studio not Uh, formation of a new studio within the company Luminous Productions will be based in Tokyo, Japan with Square Enix stating that the studio is tasked with developing new AAA titles and bringing innovative game and other entertainment content to a global audience, so we have no idea what that means Uh, It's being led by Hajime Tabara who was the uh, person who took over as director on Final Fantasy (laughs) XV overseeing the game's actual release Well done, Alex (laughs) I like the way you wrote that (laughs) As well as additional content. If Square gives
1: me a reason to mock Final Fantasy XV's development, I will take it.
0: <laughs> Overseeing the game's actual release. <laughs> well done. So uh, he got himself a studio. So there you go. We'll see if anything comes out of that eventually. We have new platforms announced for God Eater 3, which I didn't even know God Eater 3 had already been announced by this point. But, um, yep, they've got a trailer out. They have announced that it's coming to ps4 and pc worldwide no release dates given and that's all we know right all right alex yep. you excited for god eater 3 you were down yeah. on two right you didn't like two as much no i'd say oh you did like two okay sorry yes it must be another game i'm thinking of or another person all right oh, aqua plus has announced some underwater ray ramona plans um or Udawari Romono, if you want the actual name. Uh Udawari Ramono Zan is the new game. It's an action spin-off title. <laughs> it'll feature Kuan, Haku, Nekone, and um Uwo Uwo Owugi from Mask of Deception slash Mask of Truth. And it's gonna have a story mode. We don't know what it's gonna look like. We don't know if it's an RPG really, do we? Um but that's what they've announced. So um Dragon Quest Eleven has been announced with a release date. Uh,
4: for PS4 and PC.
0: I guess it was announced a long time ago. But now we have a release date and platforms. PS4, PC, um, Steam for PC. September 4th, 2018 in North America and Europe. And um, they. it's also coming. It's not coming to 3DS in the West. But it is coming to the Switch. But we don't know when.
4: Yeah, because it's not done.
0: Yeah, it's not even out on Japan on the Switch.
4: They don't even have a release date in Japan.
0: Hey, so Dragon Quest Eleven's already out in Japan then? Yeah. Was it any good? Year? Did people like it? Uh, yeah. I think so. Okay, they liked it? Okay. It's really so good. I
1: think it got a 40 on Famitsu.
0: Well, I mean, it's Famitsu. Well, like they're not going to give a Dragon Quest game a 40. Uh... Nobody's countering me on that.
4: <laughs> I don't have enough information to counter you on
2: that. All right
3: i'm uh, mildly sad we're not getting the ds version but i kind of understand why they're not bringing it over here because it's already a pain to localize dragon quest games and i imagine that that nintendo is going to focus all their efforts on the
2: new hottest yeah 3ds games aren't selling
3: very
4: well
0: oh are they not no oh okay Um, all right, so Dragon Quest XI, they put out some trailers, uh, obviously they are localized, it's in English, so one was just kind of like the opening video you're gonna get when you turn on the game, and the other one was, um, showing off combat, and the fact that, oh my gosh, people, in addition to just kind of first-person menu-based combat, they have third-person run around on the battlefield combat, Sacrilege. Sacrilege. Uh, it still looks like it's turn-based. In fact, from what I could tell, it looked like the combat was not affected by the mode you're in whatsoever, other than it just looks a little different while you're doing the the combat. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that? Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> this is what it looked like to me. Um, but, but
1: yeah, I yeah. expect it would be exactly the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whether you play it in third-person mode or pseudo for well, it's not really first person mode nowadays in dragon quest games but you know where you just kind of stand there and the camera pans around and shows you and then shows your enemy and then when you're choosing it's just formation mode yeah formation (laughs) mode when you're when you're choosing an attack it's just showing your enemies on the screen kind of like old school dragon quest would um which is the mode i will play in because i'm not a monster um yeah and uh combat looked like dragon quest. And so they showed this for a while and I was like, Oh, this is making me remember dragon quest nine and how bored I was by that game versus dragon quest eight, which had the awesome story and anime and voice acting and stuff. And then halfway through the giant long trailer showing off all that combat and stuff, it switched into showing off, um, stuff from the story. And I was like, Oh, this is the dragon quest. I know and love and lots of story and anime and cutscenes and stuff. And all right, cool. I'm back on board and we'll see where this goes. Um, so yeah, watch that eight-minute trailer and see see what you think about it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm done with the vignette formula in Dragon Quest games.
0: What do you mean, the vignette formula?
3: The playing as nameless, faceless characters, oh, yeah, and yeah. all you do is just go to each town and solve their problems. And oh,
0: so you mean you're done with Dragon Quest? Well,
3: not necessarily, because 8 was amazing, and but 5 was amazing. you were a nameless amazing. character
0: in 8, more, more or less. You're like, no. well, you're just yeah. a knight, and you have a little bit of story around it. And for Animary, you can't comment, because the stuff that actually gives your character reason for being is on the the game, and you skipped it. Sorry, I'll, I'll shut up. Yeah,
3: now. but... I mean, you're nameless, but you still feel like somebody versus the gameplay in nine and you're three. An
0: angel in nine. I mean, you you matter. Like you're the big angel, dude. You're fixing all the problems. I mean, you're you're not wrong, but you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see it. Much... All right. So, like Dragon Quest <laughs> six, how does that count? <sighs>
3: i barely remember the story in six to be honest with okay. you there was like a dream world and a waking world and that was it fair enough all righty i mean it's it says a lot when the two most memorable stories i can think of are five and eight
0: mm-hmm. and five you are not nameless right so uh
3: five, i I can't remember if you could name the main character or not, but the main character has an arc and five.
1: So yeah, it, you name you name the main character, but
0: well, I think I don't think the main characters ever talk, right? No. So it, no, it, they don't. I, the, and this game looks to be keeping that tradition alive because they have an entire encounter with like the bad guys or the king or something. I don't know what's going on there, but he says yeah. nothing and. There would obviously be reasons to have a conversation. Were you a real human being in those circumstances? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And e- even for yeah, your main character doesn't talk, but you play it as like four or five different main characters, so it yeah, feels but like, like only during still... the
0: first ten hours, right? Um, don't you just play as the multiple characters at the very beginning of the game, and then you're one party?
3: Yeah, but each character still has a pretty decent. Story arc in yeah. their chapters, and then everybody comes together in the last chapter.
0: So, how does this one look to you, Kelly? Does it look like it's oh, got m- better, more like eight?
3: it looks amazing? It yeah. looks like it's gonna be eight, too.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Um, the one I thing should, I'm disappointed, by. it's
1: gonna have voice acting.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, so good. It better it, vo- it does have voice acting. So, we saw it in the trailer, right? So,
1: yeah, yeah. but the Japanese version didn't.
0: Oh, so that's added. Okay. Yep. Uh, here's one thing that they added to Dragon Quest VIII for the West that this one does not seem to have yet. Orchestrated music. I'm still disappointed that we are not getting the orchestrated score in the battle systems, and I know I'm really spoiled by Dragon Quest VIII. You know what? I'm just going to say it. I've been really spoiled by Dragon Quest VIII, and I kind of want every <coughs> game's localization to be handled like that. Give us full voice acting and orchestrated music. Just let's go crazy. And... um yeah, I guess that's not going to happen, is it? No. It makes me sad. And it's a, it's a nice tease, too, because, like, the opening video, um, like I said, there's two trailers. One is, like, the video that you're going to get to see when you open the the, the game on your system. Um, and that does have orchestrated music. So it's like, oh, here's how it could sound. And then there's another video. And it's, oh, yeah, here it is all MIDI. It's like, it's cool and all. It's still good music, but I would really like the orchestrated because Dragon Quest VIII's music was so good!
3: I do have to admit, I really hope they change up some of the themes and stuff because while playing uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, I am really tired of the same four Dragon Quest themes.
0: Well, you need to go play Dragon Quest Heroes 2 and hear them again, I bet.
3: Um... I mean, don't get me wrong, I understand that they're iconic, but it would be nice if they kind of buried it up a little bit.
0: So, Kelly, were you okay with the animal cruelty in the trailer?
3: I didn't see that.
0: They shot the horses. Oh. And made them fall over. You're okay as long as they're not shooting cats, they right? Shoot the yeah, horses. yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You don't care. All right. <laughs> Got it.
3: <laughs> horses, okay. Do- dogs kind of get me. Cats...
0: Nope. It looks like there's a dog who's your friend but you leave him behind in this one. And that makes me sad. Oh. I want the oh, dog no. in my party. Yeah. Well, you leave it's him true. at home, at your home village, right? Oh, okay. So, he's okay. Back. He's not like but he didn't send him to um a special farm upstate. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's happy on the farm now. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs>
4: what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
0: Uh, Regalia (laughs) is coming to consoles. Who's been wanting to play this tactical RPG, but has been waiting for it to not be on the PC, Mac, or Linux? Uh,
2: sort
1: of.
0: Sort of. Okay, Anna is the answer to that question, if you're wondering. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's TRPG. They got a trail. You can check it out. Um, I've been, I have this on PC. I just haven't gotten around to playing it. Maybe that's something I should have tried this week. But, um, yeah, it's coming to, what is it coming to? PS4 on April 10th. Switch on April 12th, and Xbox One on April 13th, and it'll be $25. Because
4: of release date shenanigans.
0: And it seems like it'll come with uh, a bunch of additional DLC, too. So. Um BattleTech has a release date. This was a Kickstarter game. I think I Kickstarted this one, uh, where you're playing as big mech warrior pilots and... And uh, yeah, they show a little trailer where a lady's like, I'm a noble, Um, I gotta fix this thing, you're a mercenary, will you fight for my cause? If not, can I give you a lot of money? Um, And yes, that's literally basically how the trailer goes. It looks cool, and you see mech combat, so you check that out. Um, If you're wondering, they got a release date finalized for PC and Mac on April 24th for $40. And there's a digital deluxe version for fifty that comes with um a digital soundtrack and art book and a set of wallpapers. Ease Origins got an Xbox One version coming. I don't know who's publishing this here. Is it Xseed? Dot emu. Dot emu, okay. Um so not at e- so not exceed So I don't know what localization they're using. Um yeah, but no uh either. it'll be on Xbox One.
4: I was can kind of, that's what I was musing about this morning, it's like. Whose localization? Is I mean, it's
0: already on PC, PS4, and Vita. So if you want to play these Origins on your Xbox One, now uh, you have an option, I guess. Uh, it was a good game. Yep. Just the real question is: just you know, is it localized well, or did they not have the rights to that since it's .emu instead of XSied? Uh Here's one. Um, with blood uh, this time. Oh, with blood this time. They didn't have blood before. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, there's a blood <laughs> option. Can I can't remember the how blood. Yeah.
1: much there was in the PS4 version.
0: Hmm.
5: Seems kind of silly. It is kind of silly, but RPGs. Like... <laughs> I don't know that that's one of the features an RPG has been sorely oh. lacking.
0: What a, Dark Souls, Bloodborne? How about Bloodborne? Lots of blood. Well, yeah, in but Bloodborne. the
5: option to add or take or take it away. I mean,
0: oh, I want an option to add more blood to Bloodborne. Um
2: Okay.
1: But tra- Dragon Age amounts of blood or more. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: Oh, right, yeah. No, just... Yes, that's the, the blood on the characters during the cutscenes, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Was that that one? Yeah, because otherwise they'd just be spattered with blood in every cutscene. It was just yeah. like bits uh, of yeah, blood on clean, people's or faces. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's no middle ground there on that, was that no middle ground.
0: You just walked through the entrails of a of a dragon, or you completely just took a shower. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, did anyone play the old Ultima games? No. Not
4: me. I know there's a town no. named because, Cause because people
1: keep emailing us. I watched my friends that. play Ultima Online for a bit.
0: So oh. <laughs> none of us are qualified to really comment on the nostalgia factor here, but Dude What Made Ultima, Richard Garriott, has an Austin-based he. studio that's been working on an MMO for like an eternity at this point. Um,
4: he went to space.
0: <laughs> the, it came out in early access in 2014 and it just uh, released um, on March 29th. So it's, it's finally out. Win. Huh?
4: It's pay to win.
0: It's, apparently it's pay to win. But you don't have to worry about that if all you care about is single-player RPGs because there's a full offline single-player story mode that you don't have to worry about the multiplayer aspects at all. Um, there's a tr- story trailer for it. It doesn't show any gameplay. It's just all story stuff. It looks okay. I, I have no idea if the game's any good. I went to the Steam page. Completely mixed reviews. And most of the reviews were complaining about pay to win in the multiplayer Section So I don't know how this thing ranks up as far as the single-player stuff. It's called Shroud of the Avatar Forsaken Virtues. Uh, Again, it's by the ultimate dude, Richard Garriott, and his newer studio, um, which is called Portalarium. And yeah, it's on sale now. Hopefully we'll have a a look or a review or something of that.
3: I'll be curious to see how archaic it is because I know Richard Garriott was... Um, I watched an interview with him where he was saying that he wanted to bring back that old school J- or CRPG experience where you have to write down your old notes and draw your own maps and stuff. And I'm just thinking that, you know, that was a limitation of systems back then. That's do- Having that out of your game deliberately is not good game design.
0: Janesville Ninjas but- in our chat room saying one of the Kickstarter items was owning Richard Garriott's blood.
2: Who?
0: I hope not in real life, but it could be, huh? He went to oh, space. yeah, I vaguely
1: remember that. Yeah, yeah that's he gross. I
4: think it was. Sadly, he came back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anna doesn't like him for some reason, but she doesn't remember why. He's kind of a nurse. Okay, I guess she remembers why.
3: <laughs> yeah, he bothered me, and he bothers me in a lot of interviews he's in. So I can't say I blame Anna's opinion.
0: All right. I'm much more excited about this next game. It's called Healer's Quest. <laughs> we watched the trailer for this. It looks this is This looks cool. Uh, it, the art style is not really my art style. It's very storybook, but that's okay. They described how this works. There's a group of adventurers, and they basically don't know what they're doing. They're bumbling idiots, and they're all jerks. You're their healer, and it's up to you to make sure they actually succeed. So in addition to actually don't healing... don't worry.
4: If they don't, they blame you. They,
0: Of course they blame you. Why didn't you heal me? What's wrong with you? Why aren't you doing your job? So it is your job to heal them. It's also your job to manage them, like their equipment and skills and all that stuff. So you are you are the healer, and it's up to you to actually make this stuff happen so that the uh, you know the threat to the world can be can be dealt with. Um, it is coming out on PC on April eighteenth, twenty eighteen. I have wishlisted this thing because I can't, I can't wait. It, it looks, looks amazing. amazing. Uh. It's like that whole you know that meme about like how healers are treated in MMOs. Somebody made a game out of it, basically.
5: So is <laughs> this- Sounds stressful? Like some kind of MMORPG rage dream or something.
3: I'm sitting here thinking, is the sequel going to be Tanks Quest, where you act like a diva and rage if you don't get your way?
2: <laughs>
0: I like this one fight that that you just come forward and it's it's at the edge of a lake and the tank just falls into the water and he's out of the fight <laughs> because his armor is too heavy. <laughs>
3: You know that there's going to be standing in poop
0: references. Oh, of course there is. Yeah. Oh, this is great. And you can be a good healer or a healer, uh, an evil healer, or you can have a karma of victim, <laughs> which I think is appropriate. Because I've seen, I've, I've, I've dealt with a lot of people who who play healers in games, and basically they just have a victim mentality of how poorly treated they are all the time.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: So coming April eighteenth, I can't wait. All right, Home Pass is dead. Yeah, if like us, you were using Home Pass to be able to do the Street Pass thing, like you could do at McDonald's and stuff, but have it going on all the time in your own house, so you just have a constant flow of me showing up at your um, at your three DS mini games. uh, I can't do it anymore. They shut off the servers. And I oh. guess those servers were in Japan. So HomePass or that whole street pass Wi-Fi thing is dead. If you want to street pass with people, you have to do it the real way by going to a convention and hope everyone actually has a 3DS still instead of a, a Switch.
3: See, I used to get a lot of decent results at Walmart, oh. uh, or oh, yeah? Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and GameStop. Cool. Yeah,
4: they don't have those anymore. They won't be there
3: anymore. Well, she they...
0: might be getting decent results because people there have 3DSs, Anna.
4: Okay, well... If if there are people that have 3ds's, then you can street pass. But the whole like system where they had the storage
3: of yep. yeah, yeah. of people street, street passes, pass relay, I think it was what it was called. Yeah, yeah.
0: they don't. That's done.
4: They don't. They don't do that
0: anymore. So.
3: But I haven't given a crap about Street Passes in like a year and a half since I finished all of my puzzles. I you ended am- up putting all...
4: Yeah, we never finished our puzzles. Well, and we were doing it for games that like high amounts of Street Passes were really handy. So like right. um, Persona Q.
0: Fire Emblem had some usefulness for that too. Yep.
2: But... Um,
0: I see. Matter.
2: I was um, just using I it just, for the
3: mini games.
4: I, I like was getting... Three passes and style savvy and then all of a sudden they just stopped. I was like, Oh Well, which
0: was actually due to me turning off the modem for other reasons, but um or the router for other reasons, but it turns out I don't need to turn it back on because the service is down.
2: (laughs) I was just like, Oh. Well
0: it's one less Wi Fi point I have to run in my house, we should get better reception overall. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see, so, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, they put up a, a Medium article that's showing their commercial performance was not very good in that game, and I assume it, uh, well, I don't know, I haven't watched the, the thing, I, I know the reason I wasn't interested is the art style is completely off-putting to me, but, uh, uh, yeah, they can tell you what, uh, what went wrong with that, and, uh, you can read about it, so...
4: i'm sad that didn't sell well
0: okay
4: had a lot of really big names
0: behind it but you never tried it though
4: Mm, i think you could have bought it somewhere huh i think i have a review copy somewhere why don't you give it a shot um because it's pc only
2: (laughs) all right
0: uh here's what is this king's night shuts down on june 26th
4: oh this was a final fantasy ios spinoff game
0: oh yeah the thing just had... basically came out. Now it's done already? Yep. Wow. Right. Short run. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that the remake of an NES game? It's an 8-bit style thing. Yeah, and the characters always refer to it in there. And then there's like King Knights based pinball or something inside the game. I don't know. Anyway, it King Knights is done. It
4: pretty garbage. I... It was extremely gotcha based. It looked like a very bad cash in. And the problem was, is after being burned by, um what was that other garbage Final Fantasy 15 cash-in game? Oh, that god-awful
3: Empire Simulator? Yeah, it was oh, like, after that, it was That like,
0: one's still going, I, though, isn't it?
4: Yeah, but why the hell would I want to try another Final Fantasy 15 mobile game?
0: Well, I mean, you look at it and realize it's not that other one. And like, it yeah, actually but had an why would I want to look. take a chance on it? I don't know. It looked like it had an interesting look to me. I did try it at E3. It said... Eh, this looks cool, but I'm not going to play it.
4: No, nah, I was just <laughs> it like... It literally just
0: looks cool. Yeah, no.
4: I I was like, I'm not even going to bother taking a chance on this because I... I I, I got
0: Well, whatever. You got till June. You can give it a shot. And if you want to keep doing it, then it's going to shut down. So... Don't dump much money into it. I'll tell you that much. And uh, no announcement of them doing anything cool like giving you a bunch of stuff for free. Just that it's going offline. Speaking of stuff going offline that's a cash-in, Tales of the Rays is shutting down. Actually, I don't know if Tales of the Rays was a cash-in or not. Um, they're closing Tales of the Rays, which was... What was Tales of the Rays, Anna?
4: Um, uh, Tailscape.
0: On mobile? I think so. You don't even know.
4: No. I don't play Tales games. You Why added the I... story. No, I didn't.
0: Oh, who added this? What's Tales of the Rays? Somebody tell me. Oh, it's a gotcha game on mobile. Yep. There you go. They are going offline on May ninth, 2018 at 8 p.m. Pacific time. All items can be used until the last day. Please use them before then. Um, as they have disabled the purchase of mirror gems. So sounds like they're gonna stop people from pouring money into the game um you can still spend the micro currency you've already purchased and that's it so Tales of the Rays
4: I don't even think I have that on my iPad I have a Tales game on my iPad but I don't remember which one it is
0: um and they're only shutting it down in the US I guess
3: huh well yeah because Tales games aren't as popular here so I can't imagine it'd be profitable profitable for them to keep up
0: so I, if you have an account on the Japanese version you can keep playing I guess I don't know um, well there you go uh, Tales of the Rays go away uh, editorials we have a Lufia of the Legend Returns reviews we have a Pillars of Eternity 2 impression Ooh, I, I should read that uh recommended by Mr. Scott Walker. Uh the council impression from um Mr. Alex Fuller, though I guess you heard most of that earlier. Yakuza 6 we got a full review up. Don't worry, Sam actually likes this one. And uh into the breach got a deep look. If you're looking for that follow up to the FTL, see what RP gamers think about it. Uh Josh Carpenter put up a deep look of that. Check it out.
4: He was very sad he couldn't make it today.
0: Yeah. Um oh, we have more news. Why do we keep putting news down here? I don't know. Briefs? Right. Yeah, but we cover them the same way. We don't treat them any different.
4: So reorder the sheep.
0: That's what I should do. All right. You're the host. We have you a tra-
4: have the power. I have
0: the power. We have a trailer thing from Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire giving all the... Uh, a highlight of all the features in the game whatever that means (laughs) we have a zonky zero cast introduction and you can read through i really want
4: to play that game i'm so sad we're not getting the vita version but i'll just have to well over on vita
0: you over on vita you could play bit dungeon plus which is coming out this week uh, on PS4 and Vita. No, nah. not your type, not your type of game. Yep. Omen sites coming to PS4. I don't really get what this game is. It's a lot of pretty artwork. And then there's like animal people and I don't know what's going on. There's mice and cats and stuff. Um, it's the last days of the world of Aurelia. So I don't, Yeah, you play as the Harbinger, an entity that appears at various key points in time, identifying important characters, events, and choices, potentially intervening to change the course of history, and saving Aurelia. So, I don't know what that is.
4: I mean, that sounds like an interesting premise.
0: But there's no release date. They just announced PS4. Um, So, great. (laughs) Let me know when I can actually try it. Um, There's a trailer up for Pathfinder Kingmaker, which is a game that purports to be a Baldur's Gate. Style game, Um, but they don't really show a lot of what you do in game, so I don't know how that's going to work. Except it has city building. Woo! It's coming out sometime this summer. Does
4: Baldur's Gate normally have city building? Nope. Okay, I'm like that doesn't really feel like a thing.
0: Uh, Actually, I I take that back. Like Baldur's Gate Two had a keep that you managed, and you know a lot of these PCR. Yeah, and Pillars of Eternity has a castle that you manage, so that is kind of a thing you do. Um, it, only here it seems to be like a full city where it's usually just like a, a castle that you manage and you have to do some quests to defend it or bump it, buff it up and stuff like that. So I guess they're just kind of taking that with Rome with it with a bit more in this one. Um, so yeah, I guess that is kind of a thing nowadays. Okay. So, or uh, nowadays if Baldur's Gate 2 had it, it's been a thing for a while, huh? <laughs> so the release uh, period is summer 2018 for Pathfinder Kingmaker. If you want to check that out. Um, obviously, you'll be a king, so it's, think uh, kind of your Nino Kuni two kingdom building. <laughs> um, Way more had, hardcore, yeah. Then we have an English trailer of God of War three. We talked about it earlier with being announced and having dates and all that. So, uh, well, not dates, but I don't whatever. Uh, they put an English version of the trailer, so that's on the site. You can check it out. Um, we don't have a release date, but PC, PS four still, uh, still what it was announced for. All right. Question of the week last week was: Did you ever play a sequel to a game without playing the original, and why? Um, let's see. Do I? Have, I have an answer to this, um, and the answer was Assassin's Creed games, um, because i kept putting off getting to the assassin's creed series for so long because like i need to play the first one and play a second one and play a third one and manny talked me out of it saying dude just stop worrying about that the stories in these things after the second one don't matter anyway and you can just play the newer ones and enjoy the the better more modern features and, and being part of the zeitgeist and he was totally right um i played a little bit of black flag and that was was okay. I never really got into playing the games fully, so it's not been a fully successful thing, but I did at least try playing the games instead of the sequel, which you'll know I have a a tendency to do cuz I totally played Nino Kuni 1 before playing Nino Kuni 2 because that is my natural tendency. Who, Anna Marie, what's your answer for this?
4: Um, I felt like kind of all of my answers were cheating. Because it's like I jumped into Persona in the middle of the series and I jumped into Fire Emblem in the middle of the series. So I don't know. I guess my only good answer is a tellier.
0: Hmm. Those answers do feel like cheating. Yeah. uh, Kelly, you got one?
3: Yeah. um, Lufia 2. I played that before Lufia 1, which is really weird because Lufia 2 is a prequel to Lufia 1. Hmm. So... In timeline sense, it's the correct order. In order of release sense, it is not the correct order. But it's one of those things where Lufia 1 is so archaic compared to Lufia 2. Mm,
2: Okay.
3: Have I made any sense? Yep. Yeah. And every time I've tried to play Lufia 1, it's like this game is so primitive. I just can't.
0: Alex, what was your answer for this?
1: Um, I think The Witcher, because I only played two and three. Oh, okay. Which is, that's the, that's the main one. The other one was Knights of Azure 2, but that was only because I got the review copy for that. Yeah. That wasn't worth it. And the same for the two Act Plus games as well, so Tears to Tiara 2 and Underwater Roman Mano, but that's only because they haven't localized the first games of those, so. Yeah, that's for very good reasons.
0: <laughs> and Pascal, do you have an answer for this?
5: I don't I don't know if I really have a good answer. I think all those reasons probably shouldn't count like if it's not been localized or or if it's uh if the the first game came out on a different system or something like that. I, I feel like that shouldn't really count as playing the sequel uh you know purposely because you really you just you just don't have a choice.
4: Well, Atelier definitely Counts for that because there were lots of Atelier games before I jumped into the series. I just started midway through. Yeah,
0: mm. I played Atelier Iris Eternal Mana on the PS2. Is that the first one?
1: Mm. Oh, no. Atelier, you can probably split into its like Ma- trilogy.
4: Well, and there were yeah. we got the we got Mana games before we got Atelier games too.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: But also things like Final Fantasy. I mean, yeah, it's a sequel in name, but it's not really a sequel. I, mean, no so I, I guess I was just thinking: Have I played like a story-based game where the uh, the story depended on another game that I could have played but I haven't? And I, I can't come up with like a great example at the moment. Um, I guess well, I played The Witcher Three a little bit, and I've not played any of the other ones. But uh, nothing nothing big that stands out. I'm like Chris. I I I make myself play games in order if I can. Like, even the Assassin's Creed games, I I have a couple of them floating around the house that I, I won't touch because I haven't beaten, like, whatever came before yet. So, no. <laughs> That's my no. answer. <laughs> Fair <laughs>
0: enough. All right. Jeremy wrote in by email and said, I enjoyed listening to Kelly and Anna Marie f- discuss their experiences with Radiant Historia over the past several weeks. As Kelly noted, it really is amongst the best games in the 3DS library. While this is likely too late to assist their playthroughs of the games, I wanted to let them know there's a walkthrough specific to the 3DS remake. It is not on GameFAQs, but I found it very helpful for some of the new content. It is at neoseeker.com slash radiant dash historia slash walkthrough. So,
2: yeah,
4: I always forget that Neoseeker's a thing. I didn't know yeah, Neoseeker was a thing. Neoseeker's really great if you can find someone who's written a guide.
0: Okay. If that makes sense. What is it?
4: It's a game FAQs uh, alternative. Okay. Um, just
3: so you know, if, if you want to hear more about Radiant Historia, uh, you might want to put RPG Backtrack in your feed Ooh. within the next week or
0: so. Like and subscribe. Just, 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 just saying. Subscribe.
3: <laughs> I don't want to tease too much, but you might be pleasantly surprised in a week or so.
2: All right.
4: Bum, bum, bum.
0: We have Lord Golbez on the forum says, What counts as sequels? I've definitely played sequels where the only shared aspect is the name or a few other details without playing the first game. Like Persona 3, for instance. Uh, started playing Near Automata even though I didn't play Near. I'll play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 even though I didn't play Xenoblade Chronicles. I played Uncharted 3 before playing any of the others. Ha! Ah, Uncharted 3, that one would count. Uh, I guess that is a direct sequel, but I also don't feel like it matters much, he says. I played Mega Man 2 before I played Mega Man. That one didn't really matter. I might play Ninokuni 2 without finishing the first one if the gameplay is better. I didn't get far in the first one because I didn't care for the battle system. Right on. Uh, For the most part, um, games are self-contained enough that it doesn't make much difference if you play a sequel without playing the original. You might miss a few details, but it probably won't take too much from your enjoyment it's much worse to try and pow- power through a flawed or dated earlier game in the series before you allow yourself to play a cur- great current game than it is to miss a few details or references because you played out of order if a game is extremely story driven and it's a sequel in a true sense and not just some shared characters references or worlds but the story of the original directly leads into the sequel i would make sure to play the original first those cases are rare though mostly it's not a big deal and you know why those th- cases are rare Because I think companies are smart enough to realize, like, if we put out this narrative sequel that everyone will have to play the first one to understand, we're limiting our audience too much. So we won't get as many sales on this title. So that's why I don't think they do that.
3: Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't White Knight Chronicles 1 and 2 like that?
0: I don't know. Those games are garbage and I don't want to think about them (laughs) anymore. Um White Knight The the pinnacle of mediocrity that is White Knight Chronicles. Yes, uh White Knight Chronicles 2 is a very much a direct sequel to White Knight Chronicles 1. So.
2: Cuz I know well, it
0: just, is,
2: Sorry, yeah, I know 2.
3: Yeah, I know 2 came with 1 and you actually had to play through 1 to unlock 2. Isn't that I don't, correct, I don't think right?
1: you had to. No. Oh. You, you had an option whether or not you wanted to dive in at 1 or 2. Or okay. or copy over.
0: Every so often I get interested Should I go back and play the second one now And see if this no. is just No? Okay yeah. no. Even... <laughs> is it worse than the first one?
1: The story is much worse Oh no no. The story, story wasn't awful.
0: that good to begin with <laughs> No uh... I'd love
5: to meet somebody Who tried playing Xenosaga 2 or 3 Before Or any of oh, them out of order y- the, Something the as dense as
0: that Yeah that would not work. <laughs> it's like trying to play disc two of Xeno Gears, which I I know you can't do. But imagine trying to jump into that. <laughs> what is this game about? People sitting in chairs. This doesn't make sense.
3: Imagine if somebody tried to play Dot Hack, like volume two or three. I don't.
0: I've wondered how that works. There's so many of those. Do you really need to have played through them all in order to understand them? No. No.
1: no. Um, yeah, the, f- the f- different groups of games. You don't need to.
0: Okay, so you can jump into GU without worrying about login, right? But or sign yeah. or whatever the first series is called. But do you need? Um, you can't just jump into the third game of GU without playing the first two, right? No, no. that would be bad. <laughs> so, okay, that's, that's a whole different. I still want to know if I should go back and play all the Dot Hack games.
3: I didn't play GU, and I was kind of bored by that first quadrilogy. And that first
4: quadrilogy is very expensive now, anyway.
0: Is it? All right.
4: You can play GU without playing. Um...
0: That's not what I'm asking. I want to know: should I go whole hog and like consume .dot hack in every form? No. Okay.
4: You can play .gu as a standalone.
0: But, no, I don't want to do that. I want to know if I should, if it's worth doing everything or nothing. N- neither. Uh,
1: dang. All the animes as well.
0: That's yes. I yes. All the animes. <laughs> all the animes. Any mangas that didn't get turned into anime. Just just the whole transmedia experience of .dot hack. And if. And if there's a filtered, like if somebody's gone, th- you know how people went through and said, these are the episodes of TNG that are actually worth watching. Watch these. Um, has somebody done that with the .hack content? And if so, give me that, because that would be cool <laughs> to know that somebody did that.
4: <laughs> the digestible version of .hack. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I know
3: I was bored to tears by the anime.
0: Uh, I I was frustrated by the anime because A it was hard to follow and B it didn't really resolve anything (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so not only do I not know what's going on because you're just not making any sense but B I'm sure that you didn't resolve a damn thing and now I gotta go play the games and watch the next anime and what is going on just tell me what happened (laughs) no
3: (sighs) all right Tangentially related to VR gameplay, I thought Ready Player One was a really good
0: movie.
4: You're not allowed to have that opinion. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> what? What do you
0: mean? I'm kidding.
3: I I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you thought it was a good movie. All right.
3: I, I enjoyed it for what
0: it was. Anna, I'm telling you, but... I think you might like this movie. <laughs> she doesn't want to accept that, though. <clears throat>
3: It was, it very much felt like kind of an 80s adventure movie in VR. And Spielberg may have
0: saved this.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And it's definitely one that I'm going to want to get on Blu ray just so that I can pause to look at stuff.
0: Do I need to Uh, go watch The Iron Giant first? No, no. Because I don't, I don't, I've never seen The Iron Giant. So I don't know that I care that The Iron Giant's in it.
3: (laughs) He. He is in the movie as, and he is a vehicle, and that's it. Okay. And um, yeah, just anytime there's a crowd scene, just kind of look at the background at stuff. Um, Sonic is in the background. Uh, a murloc okay. pops up in one scene.
0: What's the pro- but no Star Wars? No. No
1: Star. Not
3: Wars. Not from what I can see.
0: And the the
1: Steelers one cost p- money.
0: Yeah. No, Star Wars is controlled by Disney is the bigger issue.
3: And um I I will say that if you guys haven't read the book, you're probably gonna enjoy the movie a lot more because <laughs> it is very, very, very different. Did from you book. read the book? Um I listened to the audiobook.
0: Did you like it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well you don't have a valid opinion to start from then, I think. We, yeah, we need yeah, to rule well, you Because <laughs> that is I mean, that is well, I'm sorry, obviously you your your opinion is your own, but the you general know, consensus I... tends to be that the book is garbage, I think? The, the
3: book is fine, it's not going to light the world on fire, it's not meant to
4: be Shakespeare, it's just kind of a nice popcorn book. I'm sorry, book. I hate it when people say that, Shakespeare was just garbage. <laughs> well,
3: People are expecting just this literary gem. And, and it's not.
4: Shakespeare it, it wasn't was literary it. gem. Shakespeare was the medieval equivalent of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> okay. It,
3: it's not Hemingway. Is that better?
0: That's a better That's statement. much better. Yeah.
3: Thank you. Okay. But, I mean, it's it's just a fun little audio book. And my, I like the audio book better because um it's read by Will Wheaton.
0: Oh, no.
4: He doesn't oh. like Will Wheaton.
0: Will Wheaton's fine. I'm jealous of how he's just a normal dude and he's got all this attention.
4: Because he does nerdy things.
0: Because he was on Star Trek. But, but now but he just Will does normal really... nerdy things and like he's like famous for it. And there's no reason for it. And so it just makes me jealous.
3: But he, he does an interesting read of the book, though. Yeah. I mean, Will... You know, aside your opinion of, will Wheaton aside, he does read the book in a very interesting way, and it does sound like a nineteen-year-old kid narrating it. And it sounds a like lot, a
4: nerd.
3: Yeah, and and I just think a lot of the haters don't realize that. Yeah, it's a nineteen-year-old kid telling the story, so of course the nineteen-year-old kid is going to be immature and kind of a jackass.
0: And dropping '80s references like crazy, though. Yeah. Isn't that kind of the yeah. issue? Is that the story is just a little reference heavy?
3: It's a little reference heavy, but I don't know.
0: All I... right. Well, whatever. You <laughs> liked it and you liked the movie, and we can leave it at that. And people, <laughs> and the movie was different than the book, so it's fine.
3: It's fine. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I also defend the, the musical integrity of Winger. So take what I say with <laughs> grace. Of
4: what?
0: Winger. What the? F- I don't know, but it sounded like I was supposed to think that that was silly.
3: M- music fans know. yeah. What, um... I
0: don't know what Winger did. Um...
3: It is a very cheesy '80s band.
0: Yep. Oh, they did. <laughs> She's only seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Uh, it's about. It's a song about getting with a girl who's a little young. Cap. Yep. <laughs>
3: The, my whole point is that you really have to take my opinions on literature and things with a grain of salt because I like cheesy things. Okay. That's my thing. Thank you. Anyway.
0: Alright, uh, Jay Scarf says I've never played Pokemon, but I'm totally on board with Chris. The battle system in the original Ninokuni no Kuni is garbage. That hybrid of turn-based and action I found to be completely frustrating. Enemies would have tells for a large attack that you were supposed to defend but your characters would be locked into attack animations and when you were finally able to cancel out you would have to fumble through the menus to get to defend before the attack. That was no fun. Everyone I know who loved the game seemed really into the monster collection aspect and I assume that's why I bounced off of it. Heck it's a game where I regret playing it as much as I did. I got to the Sky Pirates and then I quit. Such a miserable experience. Ugh. So Obviously, I didn't bounce off of it as hard as Scarp, but alright. Budai says, I never played any Monster Hunter before Try on the Wii. I remember being intrigued by what I read about the first few and jumped in on 3 when it was released. I didn't understand it at first, and it wasn't until the 3DS games that it really clicked with me. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of people did that with Monster Hunter. I did that with Monster Hunter. Um, that is definitely a game series you don't need to worry about the prequels on. No. No. All right. Reuel in on the forum says, I remember my biggest weird issue with Nino Kuni one. If my AI buddies cast a spell on me, it would cancel my attack. It made no sense. And telling them to defend all out defender or whatever the command one only worked if they weren't actively doing something else. Then my AI buddies would allow the boss to get a bonus attack because they hadn't defended properly. I can't deal with the AI being inefficient, but the AI that worked against me was the worst. Yeah. Nino Kuni one's AI is terrible. Um, Anyway, I have to echo Lord Golbaz above. I hate playing sequels, which are more like games in a series that may be loosely... Or, excuse me. I have played sequels, which are more like games in a series that are only loosely connected, aka Persona 3, etc. I did play Chrono Cross before Chrono Trigger, but that was because I had watched my brother play Chrono Trigger and knew all of its story already. Otherwise, I almost always play... Well... (laughs) You're probably better off not playing Chrono Trigger first before Chrono Cross, I just want to say. Anyway, otherwise, I almost always play games in the series in release order. The one exception I might make is Atelier Ellie, which I picked up a few few years ago and not play Atelier Marie. Uh, I had no idea Ellie was the second game, but it seems to make perfect sense so far without the previous game. So, all right. Strawberry Egg says, same here. Any cases where I played a sequel first is because it's a loosely connected series. My first Final Fantasy was Crystal Chronicles. I played The Wind Waker before I entered the Zelda game. I played Dragon Quest IV and really haven't played any other Dragon Quest games, let alone the first ones. Uh, There are also cases where I had no choice but to play the sequel first because it was never released outside of Japan, like Magical Star Sign. Uh, I believe Star Sign is loosely connected to Magical Vacation anyway, but I also played Earthbound before Mother Earthbound Beginnings, but since the prototype ROM was available at the time I played the Earthbound, I could have played the first game first, but yep, and uh, those games aren't really that bigly connected, so uh, yeah, all right. Jay Scarp comes back and says, Question of the week. I can't really think of any RPGs. I've jumped into the middle of the series, or at least not where the other sequels are... Not, or actually, not where the sequels are closely tied together. Atelier Rorona was the first Atelier game I played, and Final Fantasy VIII was my first Final Fantasy, but I can't imagine those really count. However... If we venture outside RPGs, Wing Commander 3 was my first Wing Commander game. I totally got taken in by the full motion video. In my defense, it was the 90s, and that was a fad on CDs at the time. And it starred Mark Hamill. And I remember being really excited about seeing Luke Skywalker in a video game, even if it wasn't a Star Wars game. It was set in space. Close enough. This is before it was the internet.
4: in space. <laughs> close enough. This
0: is before the internet was just- <laughs> This is before the internet was as robust as it is today, so I didn't know anything else about the series going in, and there are lots of references in Wing Commander 3 to events in the first two games. I managed to muddle through 3 and became a huge Wing Commander fan, going back and playing every game and spin-off in the series. Well, not that GBA Port of Prophecy. I wasn't going to play that abomination. Whoops, forgot for a second this is an RPG show. Such is the power of Wing Commander on me. Apologies.
5: Uh, apparently he had to come back for a second comment because yeah. his, his blood was just running so hot on with the Cooney and
4: well he wasn't sure if he was going to make it so he, he was... threw that in
0: when he couldn't sh- make the show today yeah uh Jay Mustang also not able to make the show sends us this since I may not make the show tomorrow I rarely ever jump into the middle of the series and I'm struggling to recall the time I have as a rule I try to play the series in order even if the stories aren't a continuation I do this for two main reasons one to get an appreciation for the growth and development of the series game to game, and two, so I don't make the earlier games more obsolete or tougher to play now than I have played a game further in the series. Right. Okay. Because it's hard to go back to earlier games where they don't have the improvements. Yeah, we in later were having
4: games. this conversation about style, style savvy. savvy. Yeah. Where it's like, can you play style savvy out of order? And I was like, no.
0: You are like if I touch the first that third one I'm never going to want to touch the se- the first or second cuz
4: they get see, it's not that the earlier games are bad but they add so many nice little refinements to them that if you tried to play them out of order you would be spoiled so spoiled
3: I see I have a name for this phenomenon I call it Diablo syndrome and that it is if you've played Diablo 2 it is impossible to go back to Diablo 1
0: It's not impossible but when you go in there you're like Oh. Uh,
3: just oh, I don't want to have
0: to do that now. Oh, I yeah, don't just have a belt. just little things like. Oh no. Be, be, oh, being able no, to hold the Alt key to see. No quick what keys. You oh no. Oh yeah. no. Uh, let's go play more Diablo two. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but I love the game, the story in this game so much better. But yeah it's true uh, Kelly that's so accurate I, when I first got into the Diablo series um, it was when Diablo 2 was a big thing in college and the people I was playing were like if you're gonna do this make sure you play Diablo 1 first because you're not gonna go- want to go back to it so they knew then to, to, to steer me right so I said okay I'll play 1 and I loved it and then I played 2 and I'm like oh my god this is so much better <laughs> and that might be the same reason why I can't play Titan Quest Kelly
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bit yeah, antiquated um,
3: there's, there's a lot of games like that the Ratchet and Clank series is another series like that where the first game is just completely archaic compared to the other ones
0: ooh in the chat room they're bringing up Pokemon and the newer version of XP share <laughs> yes. Yeah. how it just gives XP to everyone in the party Yeah.
3: I, I want to go back to like Platinum and Heart Gold so bad but I don't know if I can deal with the EXP share hmm
0: all right, uh, Jay Mustang continued in his note to us and said, As I've written this, I remember two occasions where I played a sequel first. Most recently, I played Wasteland 2 without playing Wasteland 1. Well, oh my gosh. Wasteland 2 that, that's separated by like 15 years or something, right? <laughs> the other I played is Shining Force 2 before I played Shining Force 1. I went to the rental co- store as a kid, saw Shining Force 2, and decided to take it home for the weekend and loved it.
2: So there you go. Whew.
0: Uh, oh, Yeah, that's, t- that's another one. We have some tweet responses. Goodness, so many. And yeah, um, let's see. Power Lord, I can't remember the last time I played a sequel without playing the original, unless it's a series where there's no continuity like Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. Tim Phelps, all the time, because the original wasn't available in the U.S., such as Star Ocean and Tales of Phantasia, or because I was late to discover the series, like uh, my first Dragon Quest was was 7. Sometimes I just like the sequel better, like with Grandia 2. You take that back, Tim Phelps. Grandia 1's a great game. Poth? Pa- all right, fine, whatever. There's there's Puffy, but,
3: but Grandia too. Grandia you've got who no, are the voice actors now? You've got the voice for the Colonel from Metal Gear talking to the voice of Liquid Snake.
0: I need scissors. And the voice
3: is, and the voice of the Colonel is a bird.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Maybe I do need to go check out Grandia 2. Isn't that on PC now? Didn't they put out a port on Steam or something?
1: Yeah, it's on PC. Yeah, yeah
0: anniversary dish. Oh, I own it. Oh, what am I waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um Philip from Vault RPG says so I'm actually doing this now with Nino Kuni too. I never picked up picked it up when I had it on my PS3. And now that I'd love to go back and play it, I don't have a PS3 anymore. Okay. (laughs) All right. And Disa says, I I am right now, actually. I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I totally meant to get to the first one first. Um, I was just going to play Bravely Default before that. Turns out when you spend a year and a half playing one game, the other franchise doesn't stop development. Oh, so they had Bravely Default and Xenoblade Chronicles 1 uh, on their 3DS. They played Bravely Default for a year and a half, and now, well, time for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so I think we have a question of the week already, right, Anna? Uh-huh. We, 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 Anna and I came up with, what is your desert island game? Which I think we've done before, but we were thinking about it today, and Anna was saying she she felt, wait, was this you who said this, Anna, or Kelly? It was Kelly. me. Kelly, she, she felt that her desert island game would be Final Fantasy VI, right?
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Was I you, later changed my
3: no. I changed my answer to Disgaea, Disgaea. you changed it to more Disgaea. Practical, <laughs> more practical. And I'm
0: thinking it should be something procedurally generated, like a like a Binding of Isaac or something like that. So or Diablo. Well,
3: technically, Disgaea is a procedurally generated. Oh yeah,
0: it is, isn't it? Yeah. What? Wait, no. Depends on the no, maps. Later the later stuff. Item, yeah. The yeah, item. The yeah. item world. Okay. Yeah
5: another question we could do maybe for next week is um how do you break your gaming funk
0: oh is that we've a better done that question we before. Do... oh we've oh, we tried that it too? yeah oh, they yeah. didn't they didn't have good advice because <laughs> it turns out it's kind of a personal issue yeah you need to work through. <laughs> um actually no i think a lot of advice was go back to old favorites no that's, that That's
3: always my advice. Yeah, I but think that's what people said.
0: And they're, they're right, yeah, and that's what I did. I went to World of Warcraft last night. It's like, I, I gotta play something. And then, after like an hour of that, I was like, alright, I feel better, and I went and played Monster Hunter. <laughs> so I think the answer for me is play loot-driven games.
2: <laughs>
0: alright, what's your Desert Island game, everybody? Um, write in at podcastartpeamer.com. Tell us at uh, forums.ipgmail.com or call or text us 608-729-4098 we'll read your answer right here on the show could do a long answer or a short answer new releases for the week folks I've got one and I feel next like I'm missing one? things but there's really just one from no, what it's I just,
1: Yeah, it's just one and there's a bunch mm-hmm. next week
0: Penny Punching Princess for Switch and Vita uh, unless you're in the UK and wanted the physical version so, is that out now, or is that out this, on April 3rd? It. That,
1: came out, that came out yesterday in Europe, anyway. Okay. Except the UK. Well, it's still out. It's just,
4: just digital only.
1: All right.
0: So, that's, yeah, that's Penny Punching Princess out on the Switch now. And that's basically it for the week. And yeah, I guess we didn't...
4: This... Should we talk about that? Because that was kind of weird, how what? that all... How so, did that... What happened? Um, it was gonna, so, it was going to come out physically in the UK on Friday. Except on Thursday, Nisa announced that they were canceling the physical edition in the UK. Huh? Out of nowhere? Yeah. Just...
3: And Maybe they didn't, just... didn't get enough pre-orders. Yeah,
4: and just the UK. So it was it's very weird. bizarre.
2: Uh, that is
3: weird. They they must not have got enough pre-orders or something, or there was like a manufacturing
1: sure of issue. Yeah. It's like they have a manufacturing or shipping issue, so they um, yeah, they the have operation.
4: had manufacturing issues with their games in the past. Oh, okay.
3: At least it wasn't like Splatoon Two, where a whole truck of them got stolen. <laughs>
0: So I don't know if I should come in the new releases section, but there were some surprise new releases this week, like Shroud of the Avatar, but we covered that in news. Terra hit PS4 and PS1 and Xbox One. I don't know if I covered that last week. And I guess Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition came out, and I don't think I caught that last week either. Um, so if you want those three, there you go. Go pick up Neverwinter Nights Enhanced, which I think Jason's probably playing by now, so... Whew. All right. That's our show. What are you going to play this week, Anna Marie?
4: Um, Style savvy.
0: Style savvy. Alex Fuller. Uh,
1: the Galia of Men and
0: Oh. Switch version?
1: Uh, PS4.
0: PS4 version? Sorry. Uh, Kelly? Uh,
3: more Nino Kuni 2.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I will also be playing more Nino Kuni 2, I think. Um, And Pascal?
5: I will be playing Nino Kuni
0: two. Nino Kuni. Lots of Nino Kunis.
5: Two two is an also.
0: Two is an also. Okay. All right. <laughs> two is Nino Kuni one
5: also. Two one. Yep. Alright.
0: Thanks everybody for watching. We'll be here next week, nine AM Pacific, noon Eastern. Uh have a good weekend. Have a happy Easter. Enjoy playing your games. Comment. Subscribe. Review us on iTunes. All that sort of good stuff. Yay. Yay. Go catch some Pokemon. Wait. Go catch some Ninokuni. Familiars. Familiars. Yeah. Except you can't do that in the sequel. Go find some armor, some sword drop. I had a cool sword, and it was called a cool sword, and I hit enemies with it and it froze them. That was the coolest thing that happened to me in Ninokuni 2. So go get a cool sword. <laughs> That's my advice to you. <laughs> I'm going to go
3: recruit people from my town.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.